the honorable Texas Republicans, ever the bastions of civil rights and the defense of the marginalized, have been trying to pass a voter bill which would guarantee and protect the rights of all the marginalized people of Texas. But the evil Democrats who seek only to strip the rights away from the poor and the working class have fled knowing that they can do nothing to stop civil rights from reaching the marginalized people. So they, uh, uh, okay, I'm, not, I'm done with that bit, but you get the point. The media frames everything in a specific way. What's really happening is the Republicans have a couple of bills they want to pass that are going to, uh, you know, pull back some of the lax voting provisions that were pushed through with COVID. The Democrats fled. They don't want to give a quorum to the Republicans. You may have heard the story, but long story short, fleeing was illegal. And the Texas House has voted to arrest the Democrats the moment they return. So there we go. This is it's a fascinating story because when the Republicans in Oregon fled for something about climate change, they said, you know, we're going to block quorum. We're not going to be here. You can't vote. The media across the board said Republicans were destroying democracy. Now, what are they saying? They're saying the Democrats need national support. So as long as the media is going to play that game, I will play that game right back. The honorable and noble Republicans are trying to protect the poor, marginalized people of Texas. But these evil Democrats just want to hurt and maim and ruin and destroy. We must fight back against the evil corruption of the Democrats and their vow to destroy democracy. Yeah, OK, OK, OK. I'm half kidding. Half kidding because it actually is happening. But we got a bunch of crazy stories today. It is it is absolutely insane today. We got this new report coming out. The Navy got woke, went broke. A new report says the Navy went so woke, they, they stopped prioritizing actual war fighting training. And now they're not ready for war, as Japan is warning. The escalation between the China and the U.S. over Taiwan is getting very serious. No joke. Now, uh, elsewhere, South Africa, 70, I think the, the total amount of dead is 72. Mm-hmm. Regular citizens are shooting at rioters. It is nightmarish going on. So we're going we're gonna to talk about all this. It's going to be a heck of a spicy day, that's for sure. And we're being joined by the incredible Olivia Rondo, writer, commentator, and wrestler. Do you want to introduce yourself? Well, Hello. Thank you for having me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is so great. Um, I've been wanting to come on here for a while. I've been cool with Liz on Twitter for a long time. Yeah. We roast each other back and forth. Mm-hmm. So I think this was a long time coming. But uh, yeah, so I write. I do my own YouTube show, which is small. Uh, but I write for Manly Fee. Um, I've been a contributor to The Daily Caller, uh, Campus Reform, Lone Conservative, Porter Media and The Rogue Review, a couple others. Uh, and I'm also a collegiate wrestler, which may provide some insight on some current events today, especially having to do with the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll we'll talk about the Olympics. And uh, yes, the new rules. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and it, it, it's the it's the issue of, you know, gender and wrestling. And the interesting thing is there are some instances where people who are born female and transition still, in some circumstance, choose to compete against females. Yeah, when males uh, uh, transition, they choose to compete against females. It's like a one-way street. So we'll, we'll talk about that stuff, mm-hmm. too. We also got Ian chilling. Yeah, what up, everybody? Ian Crossland over here. I'm oh. looking forward to talking about... Ian's not moving at all. Something's wrong oh. with his camera. Time to fix it up. All right, hold on one second. Let me tell you Ian from the talking. distance. Uh, I'm looking oh, forward no. to watching these Democrats... Why does this happen? This is a I weird thing. Only with Ian. ...exact their uh, their duty uh, to, to perform civil no, disobedience. That's, that's not the issue. The issue is the computer. Mm-hmm. You guys, there's, you guys there's get what I'm feeding you. Something that happens <laughs> with him. the computer Ooh, where Ian's camera freezes. I mean, maybe I'll move seats. Yeah, you're gonna have to I'm move. move seats. Ian, Ian has been erased. Oh, from the anyway, Ian. the Democrats of Texas are establishing civil disobedience, which is their duty mm. to flee. Mm. 
a duty to flee state. They have a duty to represent their constituents. Yeah, they do. Mm. Tim speaks the truth. There you go. Yeah, and by fleeing, they're not doing that. Well, it's true. Like even if even if they were to put in a vote that was saying no to these provisions, that's the how the process works. I, my point is saying it's illegal is not enough to say that it was wrong because the American Revolution was illegal. Hmm. And I argue that it was right. All right, Ian's going to put yeah. it on that. Yeah, He's also moving, so we're actually yeah, well, going to get his camera working. The, the circumstance is certainly nuanced. The issue is how the media frames everything, how they manipulate the conversation. And if someone wants to stage a filibuster, I'm, I've got no no issue with that for the most part. I get it. It's part of the process. But the Democrats are the ones who are saying to get rid of the filibuster, and then at the state level are cheering on the Democrats who are filibustering. So, hmm. what up? Yeah. yeah. Uh, how's your camera look? Are you, is, is it working? Good. Good. Yeah. Let's I'll be resituating. Oh, oh, there we go. Oh, there's bit. Ian. He's Hi, alive. Everyone. Yeah. Yeah. There we and, go. And you can, you can guess what kind of clothes he's wearing. <laughs> I, don't know what's, I don't know what's wrong with It's not the camera. It's the computer. There's something about Ian's camera. Yeah. It just freezes on him from a, from a single frame from the show the night before, which makes no sense because we conclude the show the night before. It's like, really weird. It randomly pulls up a frame from the middle of the show for some reason. Freaking weird, man. Yeah. It is weird, isn't it? I'm an alien. Yeah, it's true. I think Ian's it's doing a purpose. All right, we also got Lydia pushing buttons. Uh, yeah, I am technically pushing buttons in the corner. Now we've got Ian figured out, and I'm excited to have another lady on the show. I always love having my <laughs> girls on. Uh, I need some female representation over here. And don't forget, go to TimCast.com. Become a member. We're going to have a bonus segment for the member. It's the Members Only Podcast. That goes up around 11 p.m. every night, and that's available if you become a member. But when you're a member, you can help support our journalism. We've got a ton of people we just hired. Like This is getting crazy. But uh, things are going pretty well, and uh, uh, the company is taking off. We've got new shows on, in, in the works. We've got three new show ideas. We're going to be doing the, 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 the Paranormal Mystery True Crime Show, which many of you uh, have heard about already. And then we've got a culture show doing movie, movie reviews, games. We've got the D&D show in the works. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. So again, TimCast.com. Don't forget to like this video, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends. Okay, now that all of the plugs are done, let's talk about the news. This is the big story. From NBC5, DFW, Texas House. Texas House votes to track down Democrats. Arrest them when they return to Texas. House Democrats can't be arrested until they return to the state, the governor says. So this is the update because initially, Governor Greg Abbott was like, we will arrest them. Mark my words. Now the Texas House was like, all in favor of arresting them? And they're like, yes, the Democrats are going to get arrested. Here's the funny thing about all this. It's a filibuster, basically. Apparently, they've, they, the Texas, is, uh, Texas has already passed the bill anyway, uh, the, the, the voter bills. The media is trying to make it seem like Republicans are trying to strip away the rights of regular people. The Republicans have no real counter to this because the mainstream media lies all the time and conservative media doesn't. Oh, I can already hear the collective screams of all the leftists who are hate watching this show claiming that all conservative media does is lie. Yeah, then why isn't Tucker Carlson coming out saying Republicans are trying to pass voter protection bills to protect the rights of marginalized people? But the left thinks that they should take those rights away. No, he doesn't do that. The right never does that. And that's one of the reasons the left keeps taking, because they keep putting pressure. They keep doing these propaganda campaigns. Well, at the very least, Republicans say they'll arrest these Democrats who are, uh, what are they? They're fugitives? Yeah, apparently now. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess they're going to get arrested, right? Does this mean that they're officially arrested? Like, does this or not? I mean, does this mean like, do they have to like vote on this this declaration that they're going to arrest them, or is they did vote on it? They voted. So are they on the lamb now? Yes. Oh wow. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, that was why Gene, what's his name, was tweeting about his first meal as Delicious. a fugitive. Oh, it's a Caesar salad. Oh, my God. And you get Strange. Kamala Harris and you get the national level Democrats and all of their cronies in media who love licking their feet saying, like, these are heroes helping protect the rights of people. Let me explain something very, very simple to everybody. What the Republicans are doing actually is to protect the rights of people who want to vote. What the Democrats are doing are purposefully damaging voter integrity, which confuses and mucks up the system and makes it very difficult for people's votes to be counted properly, for, for the system to work properly. There's no chain of custody on some of these votes. They have curbside voting, universal mail-in voting, 24-hour voting. Not only that, it's, gonna, it's, it's, it's really expensive. You've got to maintain uh, staffing for these things and security for these things. So what the Republicans are doing is they're trying to pull back only a little bit of those special provisions which effectively means the Republicans are still losing no matter what. Mm-hmm. This, this is this is the, the this is the power of the Democratic Party. They win no matter what happens. If they don't get what they're asking for right now, the Republicans only curtail a little bit of the of the of the advanced voting stuff the Democrats got. And if the Republicans back down, the Democrats get indefinite COVID special voting access. So I don't know. Uh, there there are people who are surprised. I'm not a fan of the Dem- of the of the Republican Party at this point. Granted, it's Texas. My mind consistently goes to the military-industrial complex, the liberal economic order developed in 1946. It's basically the party of the warmonger. I mean, I, I thought of them as neocons growing up in the early 2000s, and now it, it's just accepting that this group like Bill Crystal and, like, I don't know, Dick— Dick Cheney's not really involved with the Democratic the Party. The Lincoln Project. Ugh. Is that what it is? Oh, no, just like those creepy weirdos. Friends yeah. with Raytheon, and now they they got their tentacles inside the brains of the DNC. I mean, they always did. Did they? they? they yeah, so it's, it's funny when people talk about what the Democrats are doing. And I'm like, yo, the Democrats and the Republicans are doing all of that forever. The only thing that changed was that Donald Trump ran full speed and slammed his body into the front doors and broke him down. And then with Trump throwing himself at the doors and getting in— People believe the Republican Party somehow like was better. Mm-mm. They're not. I, I just saw um, an article that said that the DNC is proposing that they're going to go through people's text messages to look for well, COVID that's, that's, misinformation. That's, I mean, that's 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 absolute disgusting overreach of power. Oh, that's no, that's that's beyond authority. this. This is this is this is it. Ridiculous, the Democrats are like disgusting. communist authoritarians at this it's point. Disgusting. But do you really believe they haven't been doing that this whole time? Good point. They're just yeah. announcing it now, but no, I no, mean, no. They're going to block your texts. Like that's something I've never I've never seen. Yeah, that I mean, no, that is on a whole other guess, level. Unless you live in Cuba, blocking your phone call. Like if you just couldn't make a phone call because of your last phone call, you said some stuff mm-hmm. in it. That, Redacted. Well, definitely we should get into that. But let's let's talk about what's going on in Texas. So we got the story from NBC. They say with only eighty of one hundred and fifty House members present Tuesday, the House lacks the necessary two thirds of legislators to do business. A call of the House motion was called that compels all members to the House to appear in the chamber. Those who do not appear are subject to arrest. The call of the House was approved 76 to 4, with four Democrats in the House chamber voting nay. Following the vote, the doors to the House chamber were locked, preventing anyone else from coming or going. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is no joke. State troopers from the Texas Department of Safety may now be appointed to go look for the missing legislators at their respective businesses and homes. <laughs> so they are on the land. But they'll be unlikely to find any of them since they left the state oh. the day before. Texas law enforcement is unlikely to track the lawmakers to D.C. since they lack jurisdiction in the nation's capital. Mm-hmm. During an interview on Fox News Monday night, Governor Greg Abbott said, Once the Democrats who fled the state return to Texas, they will be arrested and brought back to the capital. They're quitters. That is not the way we do things, Abbott said in the television interview. This is fascinating. You know why? The Democrats are claiming we got to get rid of the filibuster. 
The filibuster is a problem, they say, at the federal level. Mm. But this is basically what they're doing. You can charter a plane and flee. You can be you can become a fugitive and flee your actual duty in Texas. And I mean, this is worse than a filibuster. It's like miles. It's it's a, it's it's yeah. It's a hardcore filibuster yeah. for sure. Like uh, so, so, the way the filibuster basically works in uh, in in the Senate. If someone says, "Hey, I filibuster," then they need sixty votes to overcome the filibuster. I guess they did that because. They didn't like the idea of someone standing up and talking for 30 hours, which just shut down the vote, like it ends the session. And so I guess the Democrats tried things like that, you know, trying, they, 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 they've delayed the vote, they've skipped out on the vote, and they keep doing this because they've lost Texas. Now here's, here's the problem, man. You, you can't function this way. We can't, how, how is Texas, how is any state, how is the government supposed to function when people are just like, if I don't get what I want, I quit? I'll walk out. So is this, uh, so is this, come from like the uh, Oregon Republicans doing this to like fight against whatever it was there. Like, it was climate change. Yeah, it was like climate change thing. Did they set the precedent here and this is just the Democrats that are carrying it on? No, I think this is just a normal tactic, but it's interesting you see this and, and, and the core issue here is voting. Like we're not even talking about policy anymore. Hmm. This is literally just I hate you and you hate me and let's hate each other as much as possible. If they were like, you know, we need a bill that like fixes the roads and Democrats were like, but you're not going to fix the roads. Right. We argue over policy like that makes sense. Now they're just like, the Democrats are like, we want no security in our election. We want people to just get a ballot sent to a random house. And if you disagree, you're a racist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So well, that narrative didn't work. If, yeah. if these yeah. people, these, these Democratic politicians that fled, if they're doing like what their conscience dictates, then I guess they're doing the right thing for them. But should then they be removed from office because they can't functionally participate ethically? Yes. But I don't how do believe you... they actually think they're doing the right thing. I, I think it's a virtue so, signal. Yeah. I don't think they genuinely believe that they're saving the day. I, I mean, let's be real. Yeah, it's a, it's 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 campaigning. Their constituents in their blue areas are going to be like, yay, clapping and cheering yeah. for it. Nothing's going to change. Nothing's going to get done. They're, what are they going to do? Stay. This is how insane. What, what are they going to do? Stay out of Texas for a year? I don't know. <laughs> because Abbott said we will keep calling special sessions until the election. We'll keep doing it. So that means the Democrats from Texas have to have fled the state and they can't return. What's a special, uh, what'd you call it? A special what? A special session. What's that do? Is that, did I say election? A special session. Yeah. Special session. So yeah. the way it works is there's normal, there's the normal process by which there's a session of the, of the house. Like most states and dur- dur- jurisdictions have this. And if the governor chooses, he can convene a special session and call back the, the state Senate and the state representatives to come in and, and do their votes and, and everything. So a, a lot of states have that system. So Governor Greg Abbott, they're Republicans. Republicans have Texas. So he said, okay, special session it is. And then the Democrats were like, no. And they ran away. Now there's no quorum. Now they can't hold the vote. So why don't they just treat it as abstentions? That's a good point. And I think they should. Mm-hmm. I think, I think they, 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 I, I was saying earlier, they should have, they should vote on this bill right now. They should put it, someone should draft it up. If you are absent, you know, for for uh, at, at least three sessions in a row, you forfeit your position as a representative from ah. your district, and you are removed or something like that. Yeah, you start abstaining. If you, you maybe maybe you could have someone come in and vote for you. Maybe at you the very ap- least, send someone. a proxy. But then, why are they getting taxpayer money? That's yeah, imagine 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 you're you're a taxpayer in Texas, <laughs> and these people are like, we're getting paid, and they're going and partying on private jets. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah and their salary should probably be halted while they're while they're refusing to do their job good point for yeah look i'm all for the civil disobedience right but hey that has consequences 
Well, you get arrested, you get fined, you get all that stuff. Where in the private sector would you be able to say, I'm just not coming into work, and not only that, I'm not coming until you give me what you want, what I want. It sounds like a union. And you have to still like, pay me. Uh, exactly. I mean, <laughs> at, pay me. Nowadays, actually, a lot of places in the okay, private sector. Okay, well, I'm old-fashioned, I guess. <laughs> yeah, people do this all the time where they'll be like, I've decided that you're a bigot, so I'm not coming into work for two weeks. And the boss goes, okay, okay. Ugh. Wow. Whatever you say. Diversity training. Oh, my god. Yeah, gosh, there was yeah. A, uh, one of the companies I worked at, who I won't name for mm. this one's a bit specific. There was a woman who threatened retaliation against anybody who, who told her she had to work. And so apparently she literally did no work. What? And she got paid a ton of money. But what was the reason? Every, all the bosses were scared that they would get a harassment com- complaint. And they were like, so that she, follows But she you. was saying they were sexist or harassing her yep. or what? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. But, like, wow. I don't think it was as overt. Like, she walked in and said, I will say this about you. But apparently upper management was scared that they knew this woman would do it. Mm. And it was implied. So they were just like, here's your salary. You can have whatever you want. What, do whatever you want. Have a nice day. And she's got paid to do nothing. And I remember talking to one staff and and they were like, this person literally doesn't work here, but is here, just eats food and then gets paid and then leaves. And then I was like, so why, why are they paying this person? And they're like, because she threatens them. You know, they're, they're, they're scared. So that's like implied blackmail, Mm -hmm. which apparently is not a crime. You can, if you, if you're subtle enough about it, you can get away with it. No, Ian, it's not blackmail to say, I will report you for harassment. Right. You're just doing your job. You're just it's, doing the right thing at that point. Yeah. yeah so Even if they're not harassing. Can I say that? I it, will har- report you for harassment. The, in parentheses, would say if you actually harassed right. me, but you didn't. The line is very thin, and it really just depends on whether or not the, the feds want to go after you or the authorities, whatever, in the state. But if you threaten a, somebody with accusing them of a crime, it could be extortion or blackmail. But depending on how you frame it, then they can't accuse the person of, you know. So the issue is if you're an employee, then in this instance, you don't actually demand anything. You just say, I, I've had it up to here with this harassment. And you look around, they say, I'm not going near that person. Mm. So you get a person who just, anyway, the Democrats. <laughs> this is my problem with the Democrats is the DNC is obviously corrupt. Since since I've seen what they did to Bernie Sanders in 2016 and probably so many other things, you see this the DNC stuff. But that doesn't mean that every Democrat is culpable, corrupt, or even has bad intentions. Like There's yes, some, some amazing people that, that happen to be in the Democratic Party. Like obviously Tulsi Gabbard, I For think sure. she was incredible. Is she still there though? No, she rolled. No. Mm-hmm. I think I think it mostly does. I do. Like the Republican like Party today is, is very very different. Like Trump came in and smashed through those doors. Yeah, you had the neocons. A lot of those people fled to the Democratic Party. All right, but I'll put it this way: if like you know, look, man, I know I know the cartels murder tons and tons of people. Doesn't mean every cartel member is a bad person, right? Well, that's actually a good point. No, no. no I, I don't think no. No. some no. people are drafted into that lifestyle kind of against their will and they don't want to do the damage and they're kind of forced to eventually get out of That's a good that's a good point. Mm-hmm. But let, I was making I was being facetious a little bit. The Democratic Party is not a, a, a cult of. Well, well, actually. OK, all right. okay well, the Democratic yeah. Party is bad, but you can always walk away. Yeah. It's, a, it's a you choose to be yeah. a Democrat. You know, I, as far as I know. Democrats aren't going to hunt you down for being an apostate to the Democratic mm. Party. But uh, I think the Democratic Party, it, it's, it's really fascinating to see this meme where people say that the left and the right both view each other as the problem. I saw someone said the left thinks the right is abusing its power and will do it will stop at nothing. And the right thinks the left is doing it. And people need to realize it's like, <laughs> hold on a minute. The people who say that are the people who are like sitting back with their feet up watching Police Academy on rerun, like like on repeat, not really paying attention to what's going on, looking at the screen and seeing liberals and conservatives fighting. They're going, they just think each other are bad. 
Well, it's true they do, but one side's objectively right and one side's objectively wrong, and the Democrats are psychopaths. The yeah. Republicans are do-nothings. Mm. The Democrats are insane. What they did to Bernie was basically like made an apostate out of him, it seemed like, in 2016. And he just bent over and took – he just let them just take it Such to him. Such a disappointment. Yeah. Man, why didn't he run independent? I'm He's gonna be, scared. For my whole life, I'll be wondering. 2016, he could have went independent and won that race. Ian, how many houses? Wait a minute. He just sold out. He's just a sellout. That's mm-hmm. it. How many houses does Bernie Sanders have? Three. I think it's three. Three, three, yeah. One that's worth over 1.2 million or something. Oh, really? Is that that much? I don't know. I'm guessing with inflation, maybe. I think he's got like a townhouse in DC for work. He's got his house in Vermont and he's got a summer home. He has wife's parents. You write a book, you can be a millionaire too. That's right. You (laughs) write a book. So, so where did Bernie go when, when the Democrats started going crazy and demanding allegiance and Bernie, I remember that photo of Bernie in the gym with that, with that really crappy banner. He's like, I'm running for president. And then he runs. He gets really, really popular because people saw him as a populist. And he was. And then uh, he had a meeting with the DNC and he was like, okay, I'll do whatever you say, Hillary Clinton. You gotta get, <laughs> and then he endorsed her. Yeah. Yeah, the Democratic machine is broken. The, the, the neocon Republicans fled to the Democrats and now they're panicking because the, there's like the, 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 the gates – to you know, it reminds me of that battle in Lord of the Rings where the orcs are trying to break into. Was it Helm's, Helm's Deep? Deep? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. And uh, it, it's probably a bad analogy because in this instance, the the, the orcs are the are the good guys breaking down the door. <laughs> but the point is, the Democrats are in the in the fortress, and they've they've crossed the bridge. The, the they've they've broken the doors down, and now the elites are freaking out because with a lot of the populist Republicans and Trump's popularity, they can't do anything about it. Now, Steve Bannon made a good point. Or no, actually, I don't think it was Steve Bannon, but uh, I can't remember who it was. That populism only goes so far. Was it? Was this Darren? I Beatty? think it was uh, maybe. No, yeah. that was Darren. I think it was Darren. Yeah. Yeah, populism only gets you so much. You can have all the people on your side, but if you don't have any of the the elite factions, you struggle to get anything done. It's true. Yes. Yeah. When, when the way that people kind of cognitively dis, dissonant uh, dissonanted. When when the Hillary's emails dropped, I'm obsessed with Hillary's emails. I, I read a bunch of them, John Podesta emails, stuff about Sidney Blumenthal getting us into war in Libya with Osprey. His company, Osprey Global Solutions, is like a gun-running company. They basically coerced our Secretary of State to get us into war so that they could profit. Um, and people didn't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. People just sat there and She's watched. Powerful. Then yeah. I realized, okay, maybe we need populism. Maybe we need emotional sway to get people to do things. But like you're saying, if you don't have the institutions... Which we kind of do. We don't. But, I mean, this is an institution. Yeah. Timcast is an institution. You know, it's bro. We're like we're, we're, we're the we're the rebels. Yeah. Like on on, <laughs> on, on, on a, the ragtag group using makeshift cargo ships to go up against the Death Star. Yeah. This yeah, is the Millennium Falcon. This, this, yeah. The, the, yeah. Hey, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. That, that's why I find it so hilarious when you have these like leftist YouTubers who are just sitting there ragging on the right all the time. And it's like, imagine, uh, I, 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 we, we need, we need to parody this maybe. We yes. should do it. We should totally get, a com- we should do- make that comedy show we're talking about with Seamus, where we could have like, they're on the Death Star, and it's like, Empire podcasters making fun of the, the poor people who are fighting back, insulting <laughs> these, these Jedi, a bunch of religious fanatics, you know, with their order and their force. Ugh. You know, and, and and they think, you know, they're fascists. They're all fascists. They want to indoctrinate kids. Mm-hmm. And it's just like a bunch of Imperial guys on the Death Star. And they're like blowing up planets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Death Star That's up. basically what it is. That's why I find it funny when you have these progressive YouTubers. Uh, I should, maybe, maybe not necessarily progressive, but some of them. But the really establishment Democrat ones. Mm-hmm. Where they're just like, haha, Trump is bad and the Democrats are good. It's Trump, like. Trump, orange man bad. Mm-hmm. No Trump. more mean tweets. At least Trump is gone. And that reminds me, I made this tweet 
like maybe a week ago uh just expressing the cognitive dissonance that they have saying like oh at least i didn't vote for the president that said that you know i will grab them by the P word. Right. I'll grab them by the hoo hoo. <laughs> but I voted for the president that said that if you don't vote for me, you're not black. Black people can't use the internet. Just, I mean, <laughs> he, he, disre- he disrespects yeah. minorities and black people on a weekly basis. He doesn't what? know where he is. What was the latest thing Kamala said? That poor people can't use fax machines? Can't they can't Xerox. Yeah. Oh, cause, cause they can't make it to Kinko's. Kinko's has been out of business well, yeah, for years. That just shows how out of, out of touch she is. A little bit, yeah. Um, and then it She's, was. She doesn't have a smartphone, does she? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> She's a no, the one that flew under the radar was, uh, maybe a week or two ago, Biden was saying, well, you know, black people don't want to get the vaccine because they've been experimented on. You know, the Tuskegee Airmen. Yes. <laughs> the Airmen? Uh huh. The Tuskegee right. Airmen. <laughs> That right. was awesome. That was like funny. It, it, it was, it was, when I say awesome, I don't mean like in a positive way. Like yeah. no, awesome. I was in awe. Like, yeah, I was just like my jaw was hanging. Open, like, did he just call like one of the most heroic like World War II pilots syphilit syphilitic? <laughs> but the other guy is racist. The other guy is racist. Yeah, you had to get true. him out. Mm-hmm. It was the bad tweets. The yeah. tweets. Well, you had your choice between grabbing by the hoo hoo and turning on a shop at a pressure. <laughs> and you know the, the the thing about Trump was like. Uh, uh, the thing about about Trump is like, I mean, dude's gonna run again. He's he's off the rails a little bit in terms of like he's like really out there and like ah, and he's angry. He's a fighter, but he's a fighter, and he really does want to want to do what he says he wants to do. And you know, and, and he's not part of the establishment in the same way that you know Joe Biden has always been a part of the establishment. Certainly, Donald Trump is an elite, and I don't know who's on his side, but. He went for the American people instead of the wealthy elites. So what, what I mean is, I don't so I don't know which elites are on his side. I know he's got the people, right? Seventy five million of them. That was truly crazy to me. The people I knew, there was one person who I met at Black Lives Matter protest. I saw her posting on Twitter, and I was like, "Are you, are you voting? Are you Trump supporter?" And she was like, "Yep, one hundred percent all the way." And she's like sending memes and stuff. I was like, "Wow!" A lot of people started waking up to what was going on, and they were like, "Dude, I will take Trump over anything the machine has to offer." Why, bro? The DNC is. crazy. Rooked. Yeah. I mean, the RNC, mm-hmm. for, don't get me wrong. They just, Trump's just taking a sledgehammer to the Republican mm. establishment. He's kind of got them in a chokehold right now. They can't go against him. That's, That's a true. funny image, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Someone should mean that. <laughs> for sure. I really like that some of Donald Trump's personal attributes are kind of spreading, like with Ron DeSantis. Literally the hand gestures that Ron DeSantis is using, like the whole little accordion thing. He's adopted this. He's like, certainly a kingmaker now. So we'll see how that uh, forms the GOP going I'm forward. Really I kind of wish he would de- help develop another candidate rather than try and run mm-hmm. again because I feel like they hate him and I mean, by they this establishment media organizations hate him so much that they'll they'll really go out of their way to manipulate the media so that he doesn't get in like he's not going to get to tweet again they'll they'll do this to anybody though they'll do it to DeSantis yeah. they'll they'll do it to Alan West they'll do it to anybody right the thing though the thing is why I said this before that Trump should run and DeSantis should now I don't know if I completely agree with that anymore that was at the time I was like here's why I think Trump shouldn't run as much as the media will lie, cheat, and steal, regular people are triggered by Trump. He's the evil orange man. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 
18 plus. They just start convulsing and veins are bursting at the thought of Trump. DeSantis, they're going to go, who? Uh, the DeSantis, he, he's, he's far right. And they'll go, who? You can't trigger someone off DeSantis. Mm-hmm. It's not easy because they're going to be like, I don't know who that is. But Donald Trump's been on TV. He's this high profile figure. They go nuts against him. And DeSantis doesn't have the same statements and doesn't tweets. And tweets. And <laughs> yeah. He doesn't have the mean the tweets. Charisma. It's true, too. DeSantis is a calmer, more presentable and like like easygoing and younger figure. I mean, he's not like Mike Pence, but he's more like Mike Pence oh. than like Donald Trump. Pence is awful. Calm and reserved. Yeah, Pence was always kind of a do-nothing, in my opinion. Like, he just kind of stood there. I met him once. He's a nice guy. He seems nice. Yeah, he's nice. But, enough. like, <laughs> he was very quiet. Like, he was afraid of saying the wrong thing. He was quiet. Possible. Yeah, now, yeah. Do, you, do you see that CPAC did a, did a poll? For the for the who, who it was a, it was like a straw poll like a primary DeSantis vote. DeSantis won, right? Or no, no, Trump, Trump got seventy percent. Oh, okay. DeSantis got twenty one percent. Guess how much Mike Pence got? Zero. One zero zero. Yeah, it was like zero point something. No, I, I, I don't know. It just <laughs> said zero. Close enough to zero. <laughs> wow. Approaching zero. Nothing. Yeah, dude. I I somebody somebody was you know chatting. They were like. Tim Poole says he won't go to Texas because the libs are moving there. But then he says he goes to West Virginia and won't vote Republican. And it's like, yes, all of that makes perfect sense. Well, I, when, when you're picking your VP, what what's the point? Like, what what do you, what do you want out of a VP? Like, why did Obama pick Biden? They're they, they're the, the president of the, of the Senate, right? I believe so. Yeah. So you so want like someone Kamala with a like, tiebreaker? Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You want but, someone with like a uh, senatorial experience? Is like a is like a big part of it. Like I, I think about you want someone that's more dangerous to the establishment than you are, so that they won't try and kill you. That's what? My, that's my thought. Like if you want to, you want to be like, no, there's no way they no, want to no, put the no. VP Mike, in power. Mike Pence's establishment. He yeah, was always so was Biden. So. I was about to say Biden was clearly picked. And I don't Dick think Cheney. Obama wanted him at all. I mean, he was. Y'all know that quote from like I think 2007 where Biden's saying, "Oh well, Obama's the first clean, articulate, articulate. nice, oh well spoken African American." <laughs> uh, he said that about Obama. Dude, yes. Yes. I don't He's think so they liked each other. Yeah, they like, can we go deep on Biden's racism? Because this BL- <laughs> BLM is like a thing right now and biden is said massively racist stuff over the last 50 years yeah, 170 orange years man is of gone, his life. Did, did man call, is gone. didn't biden call black men predators yeah and didn't he hillary did. clinton too super predators yeah and hillary clinton said super predators right <laughs> that's a step up right clinton said super predators and i got hot sauce in my bag oh my god that was that was weird Cringe. i don't understand don't you get it? Because black people like hot sauce yeah. and chicken. What if she said she had watermelon in her purse? Oh, oh that would wow. be too obvious. But like, what, but what's the difference to be like? I got hot sauce. It's no, like, that was you're stereotyping. Clearly, people, no, that was clearly a reference to like black people putting hot sauce Pantry. in chicken. Yeah. <laughs> I used to drink Frank's Red Hot. My friend was like, I drink hot, hot sauce. I was like, oh, that's cool. I'll try. So I started drinking it. Hillary was like, I got my what? grape drink yeah. right here. Oh my gosh, it's a lot of salt though. It's ridiculous. She might as well have just said she was like, she carries, she, she goes, she, I eat fried chicken all the time. Mm. Oh, oh, did you see what Ikea did? Remember that? No. Ikea yeah. did Juneteenth celebration, and they served watermelon and fried chicken. And collard greens. Are you kidding me? And collard greens. No. Honestly, no joke. delicious yeah. food. <laughs> it's great food. I'm not yeah. mad at it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'd eat that. I'd eat it. You know, you, know, you know what really bums me out, though? I'm like, dude, like fried chicken, watermelon, collard greens, dude, those collard are greens. That season with a little salt and olive oil. Yeah, yeah that kind of but smacks. <laughs> isn't it crazy that like so Ikea's like, we're going to have these things, and I'm like, that sounds pretty good. And they're like, oh, but we're going to get rid of it now because it's racist. I'm like, come on, man. It's good food. It's like, good I, food. Who who does it? The funny thing about the stereotype is like, who doesn't like fried chicken? Vegans? Uh, maybe, but they yeah. still like it. They just don't eat it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, vegan fried chicken. Oh, Everyone yeah, actually. Like uh, like Adam and Nish used to get the vegan fried ch- the vegan chicken wings all the time yeah. because like fried chicken is good. You just mm. don't want to eat the meat. I went vegan for like eight months. Man, when you get a taste of that meat, that vitamin B. 
Oh, it's so good for it's you. It's good, but you can tell these elites. You can tell Hillary Clinton has never eaten a piece of fried chicken or any good American fare in her entire life. She eats lizard food or whatever. <laughs> whatever that is. Flies. No. She eats flies. She, she does flies. not have hot sauce in her purse. Definitely not. No. You don't. I just imagine like Hillary. Remember that story about Hillary on, on the on the she was on the Air Force jet of some sort, mm-hmm. and they'd like like high ranking Air Force officers are working on the plane. And she, uh, this is according to some story, I guess. She holds up her wine glass and goes, <clears throat> oh, yeah, I heard that. like trying to get some like lieutenant to pour her wine for her. And she they're would. like, dude, we are like officers. We're not, but then they did it. I'm just imagining like her being on a plane and then her going, <clears throat> and a guy bring up a big black, a big bag of flies and like ladybugs. <laughs> and then her just tongue was <laughs> eating them up. Gross. No, Hillary Clinton is not a lizard. We're joking. We're making fun of her for being yeah. cold but and sociopathic. The amygdala is the lizard part of your brain, I believe. Everyone has it. It seems like in our evolutionary process, we used to be more just like hunting and like seeking meat. And so we developed that area. Of, and then over time, the rest of the brain kind of grew around it. And we developed thought and more. Lizard brain. Hillary only has the yeah, lizard brain. Yeah, she okay, overdeveloped yeah. amygdala. Is that <laughs> yeah. Did you ever see that photo of Hillary Clinton in like a regular person's house? Mm-hmm. And she's mm-hmm. just standing there like, <laughs> she's looking at the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And this she has, is what a white refrigerator <laughs> looks like. <laughs> Whoa. (laughs) Have you seen that, Ian? No. She's like walking through the hallway and she stops, look at their kitchen, and she has this look of disgust and disbelief. She's like, where am I? The pores. It's like that that Futurama joke where the judge is like, the only poor people I want to hear about are the people who tend to my pores at the spa. Oh, my. That's how I I, I envision Hillary (laughs) Clinton. When she's not eating bugs, of course. Mm, Uh, I I forgot we were talking about because we were making fun of Democrats. Biden's racism. Oh, that's right. But I felt like it's like banging on a drum that everyone already has heard the song yeah but maybe it's reaching we can't talk about it enough i mean he he got elected on the fact that he was the supposed anti-racist president and he said if you vote if you don't vote for me you ain't black he said that to people (laughs) literally i love that meme over there on the wall yeah Yeah, from from g prime it's the uh it's the the comic where the black woman's like i won't vote for you and then biden like yeah and he like sucks the black out of her skin that's what happened to me you know you know ian (laughs) you, you mentioned that it's like banging on the drum but it's the same song everyone's heard but it's kind of like fortunate son how like in every single reference to vietnam you play fortunate son oh great song mm-hmm. yeah right told. like yeah we're, we're talking about vietnam you gotta play fortunate oh, yeah. son so you know it might be the same song over going to be like joe biden is like seriously racist his son is a crackhead like mm. literally hunter biden is a corrupt crackhead who is selling the family name this is who they choose against donald trump because he said mean words isn't that hilarious wow grab by the hoo-ha yeah hoo-hoo Yeah. (laughs) Well, FBI is not worried about crackhead hunter. They're worried about seizing Legos that are still in the box, unassembled. Oh, isn't that amazing? No, I heard about this. So the the first story came out that they found a fully assembled Lego version of the Capitol at some guy's house or something, and then everyone was like all shocked, like oh, 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 like like he was building a diagram of something of the cat. Like, what's your point about the Legos? But then it turns out it was just a box of Lego set. Like they went in someone's house and found a box of Legos, and we're like, ah, wow. And the FBI seized it, and it's unassembled in the box. What? Who? From who? When did this happen? We just ago? recently. Yeah. The they, were, they were trying to. <laughs> they were trying to imply that it was like this criminal mastermind who had this Lego set, and he was like using it to plan something crazy, like a movie. Oh, yeah. It was just yeah. a box of Legos, and like it was a kid's toy. Like literally yeah. any kid would. have. You know, it'd be funny. It's like like the feds show up and they go into Ian's room and find like a, a sketch pad, and he's got a picture of like a werewolf about to attack Santa Claus, and they're like, "Oh my god, he's violent. What, what is he planning? What does it mean?" <laughs> 
<laughs> and then and then instead of telling people what the picture was, the, the media reports like you know uh, podcast co-host has violent depictions of famous figures being attacked and, and bru- brutalized, and then it's like it turns out it's a werewolf fighting Santa Claus. Yeah, like it's just nonsense. Yeah, but it would just show like the close up on the neck with the claw ripping it open. No, it like, it oh, who? Yeah. And they cut out the part where Santa then turns into a werewolf because yeah, it was yeah. like confusing to the general public. Um, I think that it, if someone was really going to plan something, they would use like SketchUp, like a like a digital thing. Anything they wouldn't, but Lego. Like, yeah, come use on. Legos. I, I don't mean, know if Lego is to scale of the actual. Capitol building? It's not. Yeah. not. I mean, it's just more terrifying is thinking that someone would have been planning something or that the FBI would stoop to seizing Legos. <laughs> yeah. They seized the media, this Lego set. And that the media reported it was fully assembled and they were all like, gasp. <laughs> all these journalists on Twitter, these blue checks were like, oh, you got a fully constructed Lego, you know, version of the Capitol. And then it's like, oh, it was just a box. It was like... Well, there, the Walgreens, you know. There totally is a silver lining here, though, like where we were super scared of the FBI, like tracking us and being super Oh, they're clearly incompetent. They're super incompetent. <laughs> Holy moly. No, nothing to worry about, <laughs> guys. Dude, anymore, yeah. Remember when the, the guy, uh, the NASCAR guy, had the yeah. garage pull rope? Oh, and like the news. a dozen feds run to the garage, like, oh, oh, and they find the rope, and like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> this was right after like the Jesse Smollett thing, yeah. right? Wasn't yeah. I don't think it wasn't right after, oh, but okay. relatively close. Like the feds swoop in and they start investigating a garage pull rope, and then they're like, oh, it's not a noose, it's a, it's a garage, garage pull, pull rope, rope. Yeah. <laughs> which everybody has and shouldn't be surprised by. Wow, but th- there's an interesting thing about you mentioned Biden is the anti-racist candidate, supposedly. Well, no, but mm-hmm. anti-racist means pro-racial discrimination. That's Ibram X. Kendi's ideology. Oh, right. Because if you're anti-racist, you inha- you believe that all white people inherently have some type of thing wrong with them that makes them hate everybody else. If you said that about any other race, replace white with any other group, that's racist. So here's what's fascinating, though. Imagine what kind of person sees a garage pull rope and then has like a panic attack and calls 911. You have issues. You yeah, insist, man. Yeah. You have issues. Well, and even if it is, even if it like seriously looked like a news, why, was, why is your first thought, it's because I'm black? That there is somebody, somebody left this rope in my garage. That just that's that's the indoctrination, man. Mm, yeah, that's what they're like. They're indoctrinating kids and people to believe this stuff. That if you there was one where it was like they said they found a noose at a construction site. You remember this one? Mm-mm. And it was literally just like an it was like an extension cable yeah. hanging down where someone like tied a knot oh, off, yeah. or, like something totally innocuous. And someone saw a loop and they were like, <gasps> Did they say it was a hate crime, like towards minorities or something? Well, the media reports like noose found at construction <laughs> it's site. A, it's a new symbol, a hate symbol. Oh. The symbol of the noose. It's going to be yeah. ADL is going to put it up on mm. their website. No, they, they already have. Are you serious? The symbol of a noose it's, is a hate sign? Yeah. Is yeah, that yeah, already? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, the, uh, like dude, the swastika? The okay hand sign is now listed by these organizations. So I'm thinking the garage pull rope probably had like a like a little loop at the bottom of it, right? That you could grab yep. and yeah, pull. Yeah, like That's a right. handle. All noosed out. Mm-hmm. So of course this tiny little thing is a noose. I don't know where we're going, man. Seventy <laughs> is it seventy percent obesity in the United States right now? Sixty to seventy percent. What? Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking about if we needed to call up a military. If we were really serious, <laughs> <about the military. laughs> so this is. Topic, I'm talking yeah, the in, just the in the ineptitude of, of our military right now. You're talking about the FBI, which is our internal police state, mm-hmm. uh, and and our our. This has been on my mind the entire show, which is I guess why I'm blurting it out right now, but. We're actually going to get to this. We have a segment. Oh, good. Let's go for it. Well, we got, we're, so we're, we were supposed to talk if, about. If we really have an obese. <laughs> we're supposed population. to be talking about Joe Biden being racist. Joe Biden is a racist. There you go. <laughs> the most racist president. Thank you. Racist. Is he I mean, the most racist president in the last 50 years? Yeah. Well, Nixon probably. I remember, remember, remember when I talked about that guy in New York where he said Donald Trump is the least racist. He was a black dude. He's like, Donald Trump is the least racist president we have ever had in this country. 
He is. But he's still racist. And I was like, what does that mean? He's like, oh, come on, man. He's like, you know, people are racist. Donald Trump's an old guy, so he's probably got some, you know, he's got some stereotype beliefs. You can see the kind of way he acts. But let's be real. He's the least racist president we've ever had. I was like, that's actually an interesting point. Okay. Like, even if you think that he's 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 racist in some way, admitting that, you know, he, he was like, bro, we had presidents who had slaves. Mm. And I was like, oh, that's a good point, yeah. actually. But he's like, literally Hitler. Mm, yeah. No, I mean, the mm. media, like, these people live in this fantasy realm where they're cowering in the basement. It's it's fascinating. I love this. When I tweeted, I tweeted that, uh, that, that Democrat guy who was like, I'm a fugitive hiding in the oh. airport. I tweeted something like, He's a fugitive because he's trying to because he illegally blocked a voter integrity bill to protect the rights of marginalized people to vote. And then someone responded, all offended, some blue check, like, remember when you used to be a journalist? (laughs) And I'm like, oh, no, like over target much Mm. because the way the Democrats and the media works is that everything is always framed as if Republicans are like goblins going like and trying to like destroy and burn everything to the ground. So my problem about talking about the the Democrats like they're villains sometimes is because I think that if we if I indulge in talk like ripping on Democrats, then they're going to indulge in ripping on Republicans and then they're going to indulge in ripping on Democrats and it's going to propel this. But like those people, it's not the people. The people are cool a lot of times, but the system is Ian. is messed. You may be a gentleman and a scholar. Thank you, sir. But so you're like an elf yes. and the orcs are coming in and, and brutally murdering people. And you're like, but we might we must fight with honor. Congratulations. Honor. You know how that that honor works for you when the ninja throws the the, 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 the dirt in your face in the middle of the fight. Oh, you think I'm being too honorable? I do like the consistency. I would I wouldn't say like all Democrats are evil or plotting or anything. I would just say politicians are. Mm. I'm not I'm not partisan in that way. Is it that's the, true that the system forces you to become that way or that people like that tend to I enter? think people like that tend to take advantage of the system. So I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah, and you know the other thing too is that people crave conflict. So if you're a politician and you're just like, I don't want to engage in any bickering. I'm here to get something done. Here's the bill my constituents want. No one's going to care. Boring. No one will know your name. Yeah, you're not fighting. You're not, you're not going to war. Yeah. I mean, Thomas Massey's feisty. He's on Twitter and he he's is. tweeting all this stuff. <laughs> oh, he's pretty, pretty rad. He is, but he won't, he won't get down into, uh, I guess, the trenches and actually play their game, so that's to good, speak. That, that, that's good to a certain degree, I guess. My thing is, you know, the Republicans are like, now, now, let's not go overboard and condemn the Democrats as evil. And the Democrats are literally like, so these evil MFers need to be like booted from politics these and white excised. supremacists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, literally. <laughs> the turn the other cheek method. I, th- I sometimes I think Dude. that that's like Christian, that church propaganda to be like, submit, don't, d- don't defend yourself yeah. against aggression. And then so all these people become like slaves to the church. When in reality, if someone j- hits you in the face, uh, you better take evasive action and figure out how to make that not happen again. That's right. Otherwise, you just get beaten. Mm. But you have right now, okay, across the country, we had this pandemic. And so then everybody basically said, okay, okay, let's make voting a bit easier because of the pandemic. So we'll do universal mail-in voting. We'll do curbside. We'll do 24 hours, what Texas was doing. All right. Now that we have the vaccine out and the rates are declining and Texas is reopened completely, Texas goes, so here's what we're going to do. We're not going to remove all of those provisions. We'll remove some of them. And the Democrats started just foaming at the mouth and screaming and vomiting all over themselves. They're trying to suppress the vote. So what happens is there's two there's two principal outcomes now. The Republicans give Democrats half of what they want or all of what they want. Hmm. Great. Bra- bravo, Texas, yeah, I guess. So when I say I don't want to move to Texas because of all these liberals that are moving there, let me explain something very simple to a lot of people who don't get this. Joe Rogan moves from California to Texas. 
And there's that comic I mentioned frequently where he's carrying the liberal policies suitcase. Well, a lot of people say, yeah, but come on, you really think Joe Rogan's going to vote in all that stuff? Yeah, maybe not. Joe's a smart guy. But what about all the people that get hired because of the industry he brings to, to Austin? What about when Joe Rogan says, I'm moving to Austin, and then a bunch of people go like, there's going to be new shows, there's going to be comedy venues, there's going to be jobs and industry and opportunity. So they start moving. Then you get Elon Musk, and he's like, I'm going to move to Texas because California is oppressive. Is Elon Musk going to vote for these people? Maybe he doesn't. He's kind of a weirdo. But what about all of his employees mm. from California who then have to move to Texas? Of course they'll vote for all this stuff. So I'm not, I'm not going to go there. And, and, and have that. Now, here's what I explained when I said, I don't necessarily want to vote for Republicans. I might. The Re- Republicans got me in 2020. We'll see what happens this time around. The problem is just by virtue of being a Republican doesn't guarantee a vote from me. You got to fight for something. I'm sick and tired of these, these Republicans who go in there and just wag their fingers and literally do nothing. Thank you. Thank you. Because Trump, Trump did win me in 2020. That was the first time I was actually old enough to vote. Mm-hmm. So I, my first vote ever was for Donald Trump. Um, so I've only ever voted for Republicans that one time, <laughs> but they, it's not guaranteed. I'm a registered independent. It's not guaranteed. And especially since we're talking about Texas, Greg Abbott was horrible on the lockdowns in the beginning. He had people thrown in jail yeah. in the beginning. There was this, um, hair salon owner, Shelly Luther, yeah. who was thrown in jail. And then she ended up running for, I think, state Senate, I believe, or state representative. And then Greg Abbott throws all this money at her Republican establishment opponent. <laughs> huh. So you can see the type of people, the type of Republicans that are running Texas. I mean, they're really no different than the Democrats. Now I'll, I'll give the Republicans one thing. First, I'll say all the neocons were just awful. I hated that era with Mm. W and Cheney and the war. And yeah, Jeb, (laughs) Jeb. At least Jeb gave us. At least he gave us the memes, though, right? Yeah, I'm glad he ran in 2020. Yeah, Yeah. those those memes will live on forever. I love the meme where he wins the entire electoral college. You ever see that one? Jeb. Jeb. But you know, know, the best one was was in the UK elections when they were like, it's it's the UK, and then someone made the map of the UK, and it was like Tory and and, and you know Lib Dem or whatever, it was and it was Jab <laughs> over the UK. Jab, he wins all of the UK. So anyway, I digress. Uh, look, what I what I will give the, the Republicans is that because of the populist takeover of many Republicans, they forced the establishment's hand, kicked out a bunch of the neocons, and I gotta admit, there as much as I'm not a fan of the idea of voting against a party, Democrats have crossed the line. To such a degree, we are we are at we are at we are at one of the most dangerous points in American history. You think I'm exaggerating? Check out the story we got from the Timcast.com oh. Alpha Demo. Oh, snap. That is to say this website is not live, but you can get a quick little glimpse of what this website looks like. Anyway, to the important news. Biden admin is pushing companies to censor vaccine misinformation in texts. You know what the funniest thing about this story is? So we, we're get, we're getting really close to the launch of our website. We've got a bunch of uh, amazing talent writers and journalists and investigators. We're going to be bringing on an independent fact checker to, to work offsite and just do fact checking on our articles. It's going to be fantastic. So we're going to have an editor and then we're going to have a fact checker. And I see this story pop up from, uh, from the writing crew and I'm like, there's no way this is real. And I, I, I legit was like, when I, Biden is, is trying to censor private text messages. Yeah. There's no way the government is going to a private phone company and saying, shut down their private texts. All right. I'm like, this has got to be some hyper-partisan rage bait trash. What's the real story? And I'm like, I'm going to have to email people and be like, guys, 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 like we got to have a better review because there's no way this is, it's true. The story is real. I, I fact checked this. I dug, I, I went through it and I was just like, I got to have a little bit more faith in my, 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 my writers, man. Your team. Cause they, they, they <laughs> right. wrote this up and it's legit. Joe Biden and the DNC are going to phone companies and telling them to, what, what are, what are they, what are they saying? Um, 
sort through, sift out, and meet out misinformation. I don't think they should even have the ability to do that personally. Yeah. Oh, of course mm-hmm. they do. Like, of course they have the ability to do it. But at what point are we just like, well, they've set the Constitution on fire. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I don't know, man. Those texts should be encrypted. This is crazy. Well, you got to use uh, yeah, Signal. Um, mm-hmm. And there's probably other apps, I guess. Mines has encrypted chat, right? Mines has encrypted chat. Uses the uh, the Matrix protocol. Telegram. Yeah. Look at this. Quote, yeah. Biden's allied groups, including the Democratic National Committee, are also planning to engage fact checkers more aggressively and work with SMS car- carriers to dispel misinformation about vaccines that is sent over social media and text messages. The goal is to ensure that people who have difficulty getting a vaccination because of issues like transportation see those barriers lessened or removed entirely. What does that mean? What? Dispel misinformation. This in is Orwellian. Text. Yeah. That's it. yeah. <laughs> oh, but like, look, yo, we, I, it was like 2016 when they started censoring people and we're like, man, this sure is like 1984. <laughs> this is crazy. Then it was like 2017 and Luke is like, hey, look, I made a shirt where it's Brave New World 1984 and, uh, what was the other one? Fahrenheit 451 yeah. all together. And now I'm like, it's been four years since then, dude, and it's only gotten worse. And now Biden's like, come on, man, I'll censor your text messages. And where's like the, the, the pitchforks? I don't know. This is quiet. It's happening quietly. Part of the problem. I didn't see it on MSNBC yet. Mm-hmm. Maybe this Rachel Maddow like, will pick it up. This is a whole new level of beyond. You know, a big problem with this that is is showing its head to me is that a year ago, well, even like six months ago, talking about the lab leak hypothesis was considered misinformation and would have been censored. So right. I don't know what's going to not be considered misinformation in the future that's considered misinformation right now that would cause people to have their entire phone history censored or what is it? I don't. All right. Put them so on tracking in the, lists. In the, and, in the report from Politico, they gave us an example. Charlie Kirk. He's the example. Yeah. Charlie Kirk, they Are say, you? needs to be censored. Why? Because... Turning Point USA had a tweet where they said that Biden is, I'm paraphrasing, is sending out goons to go door to door to make people who are not vaccinated get the vaccine. And they said, that's not true. That's not, it's not happening. We're just sending out people to go door to door to tell people to get the vaccine, but they can say no. Okay. So maybe Charlie Kirk was being a little hyperbolic, exaggerating a bit. Make you get the vaccine. They're not going to make you do it. So, you know, Charlie, pull it back a little bit. But uh, I guess it was a fundraising thing. So obviously the sense of urgency and fear was included in that. All right. But it's only off by like the degree of, of, of magnitude by which Charlie expressed the idea. They literally are sending these people out. Jen Psaki did say that they were going to have, have uh, vaccine volunteers go door to door. They are goons. Yeah. And they're literally now. This is the craziest thing. There's a video. I think it's in North Carolina where they go door to door, knock on the door and then say, would you like to get the vaccine? And they interviewed one guy who was like, hey, this is fantastic. Yes. I got to say, man, look, if a stranger, let me just ask you a question. If a, Ian, let me ask you, I'll ask you guys both. If a stranger showed up at your house, knocked on your door and then pulled out a syringe and said, can I stick this in your arm? What would you say? No, no, I'd say no. I might not say anything. You might just get suplexed right, <laughs> right there, yeah. right on my doorstep. But think about how, how insane that is, that there are people where a guy shows up, they don't know who this person is, 
How are they supposed to know and, and, and trust it's a doctor? It's a random person they've never met before. Like, I'm here to inject you in, in the arm. Mm. Listen. Holding a syringe. <laughs> you, like, the, the craziest thing about this is there's, there's counterindications. There, there's allergies. There's literally doctors who will tell you if you can or can't get the vaccine. Most people are fine to get it. But you still need to, like, this stranger on your doorstep doesn't know your, your, your medical history. I, I don't want to get too much into that necessarily because I'll talk about this. I want to talk about the censorship. But that is happening. It is messed up. That's the kind of stuff that they want to censor. They want to, I don't know if that means dispel, you know, but there were a few people who followed up saying like, wait, 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 let me get this straight. Like you're saying they want private phone companies to like block these messages. Yeah. This is like, um, it feels like a lot, like a Hail Mary that it's an, is like, this could never happen. This could never get pulled off. They could never pull this off. This could never happen. But these kind of things have happened. Like I've had that thought of like, this will never happen. The Patriot Act, I was like, well, they'll repeal that, obviously. Mm. That thing was ridiculous. By 2005, later. that'll be repealed. Now they're using it here. Yeah. So this is kind of terrifying. You know, the they can't just come out and do it right away, right? They, they announced this right now, but it's not going to be for a little while until they actually start doing it. Because they got to do it one step at a time, mm-hmm. very slowly, like increment by increment. Eventually, people are just not going to realize your texts just don't appear anymore. And they're going to be like, oh, I must. I, I guess I can't tweet that. And then you know what the left is going to say? But dude, it's a private company. Wow. So, so Ian, what is stopping this from happening? Because I'm, I'm with you on this one. I'm like, how could this possibly happen? But the more I think about it, the more I'm like, why not? What's stopping a company from being like, yeah, all right, whatever you say? What's stopping a phone company like T-Mobile from being like, ah, I can go through our data? I mean, they probably already use the data from phone companies to track people like who were involved in January 6th, right? Definitely, I, mean, I, I would imagine. But I think common carrier rules, I don't know the actual restrictions and rules, but I think that they're not allowed to like curate what can and can't be said on a phone call or a text. Technically, I think, at least that's the way I believe it was supposed to have been right. created and protected. That's because Definitely they're like a utility, right? Like yeah, yeah, they're utility. Yeah. So you can't, you can't take but, it But a private company. Well, so? But, well, they're, but private they're company. A, private they're, they're a utility. Isn't there an agreement you know, between people who use the service in the company that you know they won't look through their messages they won't censor their messages like i think it's the opposite actually you like allow the, that no i'm pretty sure yeah everybody when you like turn on your iphone or whatever they're like we get access to your information oh, yeah. because how are they supposed to transmit the information unless they had access to it right there's a lot of people don't understand about these social media companies where it'll say like we have the uh, it'll say you know in the terms of service we have the right to host distribute and, you know, perform any content you post, create, or otherwise display on our website in mm-hmm. perpetuity, blah, blah, blah. And people are like, they're saying they're going to take all the rights to your content. And what that really means is that you're saying you can post this on your website. Like, pe- people don't understand that in order for, like, Instagram to actually show your image, they need to have the distribution rights on that right. image to, to a certain degree. And people, like, freak out about that. Like a non-exclusive right to... Yeah, otherwise you could be like, I never gave them permission to show that photo in this part of the world or whatever. I think um, mine's had, uh, before we went over to, to the Matrix messaging system, it was all encrypted messaging. Mine's didn't have any of the messages. It would only be the end-to-end user encryption is what it's called. That, is that still how it is? No, well, now it's Matrix, still end-to-end user encrypted. It's a different system. But a long time ago, so I would think that these Verizon could be doing that with their texts. They just have chosen not to. They've opted to to gather the data. Oh, they got to let that go to the you know NSA, right? That's right. Maybe it's time that we force uh, legalization or. Well, to me, to, this sounds a little encrypt. bit like Section Two Thirty. Because why would a company not want to be able to say, "Oh, oh, I have no access to that information. I can't even give it to like uh, um, 
a security organization. I can't give it to the government. Because they don't want to be held liable for that, right? Yeah, exactly. So why isn't it easier for them just to be like, nope, don't have it, never had it, never saw it, no big deal. Easier, but less profitable. That's Mm. probably it, huh? Exactly. Yeah, I could see it. Well, we're in communist America. Yeah, it's fun. The Democratic Party outright is saying, the Democratic National Committee, that they want private text messages, text messages censored. Facebook and Twitter have already censored private messages and Instagram, but yeah. Instagram's Facebook. I remember I was talking to someone uh, recently on Facebook and they blocked some tweet or, or some post and it was really, really weird. Like I, some, we were talking about something, I think it was having to do with the immigration. And I was like, here's a story. Check this out. And it was blocked. And it was from like a regular news outlet. Oh, yeah. And it was like, cannot display, cannot display. There was also a period where you couldn't tweet out, uh, I think, bit shoot. Yeah. You might still might, might be blocked. I'm not sure. Yeah. So... Already, as we shift our communications onto like Facebook Messenger instead of text, because most people do, a lot of people do, mm-hmm. they can already censor what you say between your own friends. I used to think um, technocracy would be awesome. Now I'm starting to think <laughs> this is technocracy. This is what happens when corporations, tech, technical corporations take over, control the government. Yeah, but like, why would I assume that Mark Zuckerberg or Jack Dorsey or Bill Gates know how to actually manage people? They, they don't. don't. They don't. Right. They know how to build software code. They know how to well, not Bill Gates. entice people with algorithms. <laughs> Is he not a developer? I don't even know if he's, he's a coder. He's a salesman. Yeah. Him and Steve Jobs are just business guys. Mm-hmm. They were really good at manipulating people and doing the deal. I think he did some early development, didn't he, Gates? I don't want to go too... I don't know. No, I, I don't think so. Yeah, Man, I literally don't think I don't so. know. Maybe this is a technocracy. Maybe not a communism. Maybe this is a technocracy. This is what oh, it it's techno-communism, like. bro. Techno-communism. Yeah, yeah. It's it, communism enforced and controlled through the manipulation of communication technologies. Communism for the few at the top. Mm, that's, that's communism. That's what communism is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> when has it ever not been that? And then I love it. That's not real communism. It's like, well, every single time you've done it, that's what it's turned into. Hmm. You know, it's funny. It's like you tell them two plus two equals four, and they say, that's not real four. It's like, bro, every time you put these things together, you get four, but it's not real four. It's five. Well, their argument is like humans are too evil and selfish in nature for capitalism to be fair, but they're perfect human beings and they can have angels and saints just controlling the redistribution of wealth and that will never happen. Yeah. It always happens. Yeah. 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 I, uh, I think the biggest problem with communism is that we have the wrong kind of human. I've said this many times. I'm like, if we had perfect people, this would be great. I think more than a technocracy, this is like, so this is almost like AI because you know, humans program the the AI and make it happen. Now we're just using humans to try and censor these people. We're using these fact checkers, people like Glenn Kessler, who are just fantastic. People like PolitiFact. We know these people check facts in a very biased way. Mm-hmm. So we're like one step closer to AI, but we don't have any kind of... There was, there was a, a famous fact check where Bernie Sanders said something like, half of any inner city youth are unemployed. And then Donald Trump said, you know, it's, it's a horrible statistic, half... Of, of our inner city kids not getting jobs. And then when, with, with Bernie Sanders, PolitiFact is like mostly true. And with Trump, mostly false. Because it's subjective. It's an opinion. What is mostly true or false about it? Yeah. It's like maybe and maybe not. It means the exact same thing. Yeah. Pessimist yeah. and optimist. We hate Trump, so he's mostly wrong. We like Bernie, so he's mostly right. Half full, half empty. Isn't it really weird? You know, Eric Weinstein tweeted this. He said, you know, I swear the country was completely, we had a, different, a completely different country a few minutes ago. Like what happened? Yeah. Yeah, no joke. Like the the chain between the factions just severed, and now you have the left who are saying they're just like when I when I think about the modern left, I I see a bunch of people just standing there, beat red, screaming at the top of their lungs, and when I think of the right, I see a bunch of people with their eyes half closed, smug, waving American flags. That's like my 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 Im- like vision of the left and the right right now. So 
you can't have a conversation with people who are just standing there screaming at the top of their lungs. Do you guys see this viral video of the woman who's being filmed? And then she drops the floor yeah. and starts screaming yeah. and crying. <laughs> I'm like, bro, that is anti No, I don't think so. That is millennials. Mm. That is anti. It says white woman. And there's a black woman filming her. And then she's like, stop filming me. And she hits yeah. the woman and then just falls to her and starts crying and screaming and rolling Twitching on the ground. weirdly. Whoa. That's- but the weird thing is nobody around is like doing anything. They're just kind of like letting this woman Folding stuff. twitch yeah. on the floor. <laughs> this is millennials, dude. Like, I'm glad I'm Gen Z. Oh, yeah, well, like, but Gen Z's got their. their I know we're probably going to be worse. <laughs> no. Dude, you've got these people who have never been disciplined, and so they grow up, and all they do, it's like uh, that woman who falls to her knees. What did she do that when she was like seven? Mm-hmm. And her parents went, "Okay, dear, temper okay, tantrum. Okay, dear, we'll give you whatever you want." Now she's like screaming, beat red in the face. That's what Antifa is. You can't fill me. You can't fill me. When they throw a brick at you. Hey, rage feels good, but you got to get, that's why I do acting and, and music, because you get it out on in, in a scene on camera and it's entertaining for people, or you get it out in a song and people cry, rage but like, you don't want to do it in real life. Rage doesn't feel good. <laughs> oh, that's why I, I love wrestle. It. It's yeah. like the it's best outlet. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't, I don't think rage feels good. Oh, I love it. It strips feeling. you of your focus. It puts yeah, it you does. in the animal brain. You, you, you lose control. Yeah. And then it's like. You, you get nothing done. Well, if you you're fail. performing, you're you, failing. If you're performing when it happens, then. Well, that's, that's a production after yeah, the fact. Different. But yeah. like to just break down this, with this, this woman screaming, it is, you are failing. You are a failure. These Antifa people, when they go out and they're screaming and just banging their heads and smashing things, that is them failing at life. But the problem is, you know, we can make fun of how dumb they are, but there's a lot of them. Yeah. Going around smashing up stuff, screaming and rolling around on the ground and. Eh. So, like, when Michael Malice says that these people aren't really dumb, so obviously we're going to win, I'm like, nah, there's a lot of them. There's a whole zombie horde out there. And what happened, what happens when the zombie apocalypse reaches the highest levels of government? Check out this story we got from Post Millennial. U.S. Navy in shambles as leaders prioritize wokeness over combat readiness. This is a report that was commissioned by Congress. And they found, in, in a couple instances, one, there was uh, on the on the USS Bonham Richards, I think it's called. It's a seven hundred fifty million dollar warship started on fire. Why? They said the people there weren't properly trained. But I can tell you what they were properly trained on: diversity. They have begun to prioritize diversity trainings over combat readiness. One person testified that they handed a CD to someone, said, "Here's your combat training. Go go do it. But don't forget to finish your diversity training." No joke. So now you have. The zombie apocalypse. We're in a zombie apocalypse. People don't realize this. Did you think the zombies were going to be like walking around mindlessly, just groaning and, and muttering nonsense? I hope you did, because that's literally what's happening with these people. That's what they're doing. And then what happens is they show up, they, they all start screaming, and the person goes, ah, 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 and then turns into one of them. Yeah, right now, now, they're, now the Navy is. They're looking at their phones, and that's turning them into zombies. Soon they'll be in the neural net, and then they'll just be like full on, like, Getting the information, they'll be you'll be looking at you in the eyes, but they'll be thinking about the Donald Trump video they're watching in their mind. <laughs> yeah, it's the Borg, dude. Oh, man. The problem, you know, what's funny about the Borg in Star Trek is that it was efficient. You know, it was able to work as a collective and get the job done. What they don't realize is that who knows which idea or 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 ideology will become dominant within the collective. So you right, we we right now have this this you know assimilate or die mentality among the woke left. They're just cultist ideologues who believe nonsense. And that's why the critical race theory thing is so weird because 
It keeps changing. The left wokeness, it's amorphous. There's no rules. It makes no sense. They're just insane people. They're, they, they cancel each other. One day, Wimixen is the right word. The next day, it's the wrong word. They're like, oh, Wimixen is inclusive. The next day, oh, it's offensive because trans women are women. You can't say Wimixen. There's no rules. Then one day they say, Asian people are white adjacent. Stop defending them. The next day, stop Asian hate. They are just, it's just, it's just a, a, a zombie horde. The only thing the collective strives to do is protect the collective at all costs. So that means it will not necessarily provide any meaningful function to the, 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 the body at large other than minimize damage to itself. So when it gets into the Navy and starts destroying things and, and, and things just fall apart, that doesn't matter. The Navy failing and these ships falling apart, the U.S. surrendered to Iran because of this. That's what the report said. Did you, know, you guys know that? No. 2019? What? The U.S. surrendered and American soldiers are on their knees with their hands on their heads as Iranian Revolutionary Guard come in at guns and point them at our soldiers. Why? Because they weren't prepared for combat. And that was under Trump. Trump didn't realize what was going on and he should have. Oh. He had he had people like Mark Milley, who was dumb as a box of rocks, who was part of the zombie horde. The whole system is just a flame. That's it. It's just, it's just so on fire screwed. right now. Man, you know what I'll say? <laughs> The night is always darkest before the dawn. But here's the way I see it. There is a, a, a an insulated bubble that is the community that we have and the people we talk to and the people who watch this show and the people who share this show. And go to TimCast.com, become members. These people are prepared, more so, paying attention, active, and principled for the most part. They're hate watchers, I'm sure. But if the system screws up, you know, you look at what Michael Malice says about peaceful divorce, mm. the dissolution of the United States. Mm. If that were to happen, I'm not worried at all. I got, I got, I got some chickens. We got some garden food. We're growing. We, we've got supplies. We've got resources. I'll figure it out. I would honestly love that. I love Michael Malice. So yeah, he's 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 a smart fella, <laughs> yeah. huh? So if it, look, if there was a collapse, the fires raged so hot within the federal government, it just falls apart. No real civil war. Just yeah, I think everybody's standard of living would go down. I think I'd be all right with it. No, it'd I mean, be horrible. I'd, it'd be horrible. No, 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 no. What I, what I mean is like, I don't want it to happen. You know, I want I want to see America flourish and be strong and, and last a thousand generations because we believe in really great things, but we're being corrupted from the inside out. So what what would I feel if I woke up one day and they were like, America is no more? I'd be like, all right, let's start planting food. Let's, you know, I've, I've got survival guides and stuff. I'll look up proper crop rotation mm-hmm. and standard farming practices. I'll go to the community up on the mountain and say, guys, what do you propose we do? Shall we start, you know, working together and, and you know, figuring out things on our, yeah. on our own? Look, man, I think at the end, I think if you look at people who live in rural areas, they know how to deal with storms. They know how to deal with trees falling down and power going out. Tornado. They know how to deal with running out of toilet paper. The people in cities don't. The problem, I was studying um, Kings and Generals YouTube channel. Highly recommend. Go there. Amazing documentary channel. And I was watching a documentary on the fall of the Roman uh, Empire last night. What happened? Oh, well, firstly, it was barbarians attacked. The empire shattered into like six different countries. Um, Dude, it's the, gonna happen. The 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 the, the, front, the the Gauls, basically the people from the north, came down and took took over all of Rome, destroyed it, and com- created the Italian Empire or the Italian country. And then over like a hundred and fifty years, they stripped the rights of the Romans away slowly. So if if we were to do a peaceful divorce here, I could see like, yeah, you've got your farm, but then all of a sudden, in thirty years or forty years, they come in and take a third of your property, and and you're at at their at their whim because they have the weapons they have the government and then 50 years later they take another half of your property 
and then all of a sudden they, they draft your kids into slavery. And so if we lose this government, we're at risk of, of suffering something like that, I think. Okay, so right now our government really super freaking sucks. I was and I would not be sad to see that. that go, you know. I don't feel like we would miss it. All the red tape would be gone. All the restrictions on these weapons that we were guaranteed in the Constitution would be gone. You'd be able to, you know, do it. Shall not be to. infringed. Exactly, but apparently it can. Not so a difficult phrase. It used to be when they talked about dissolving the U.S., people would raise the issue of the military. They're like, well, what will happen with the military? As far as I'm concerned, the military is off the table now. The Navy can't even defend against Iranian soldiers. Two years ago? Are you serious? And and Tom Cotton is talking about he has no confidence that the U.S. military will be able to go up against China. China freaking cares about their military. They're taking this seriously. We're not. They can see it. Mark Milley is a horrible sign of that. And I, I'm, I feel like a dissolution of the union would be preferable to this nonsense. Well, one, China's not worried about the diversity. Uh-huh. <laughs> so maybe no, they're, they're they, they are. That's why they it. banned all the LGBT accounts on WeChat. Oh, right. Yeah, Literally overnight. He's like, get rid of them all. We don't want that diversity stuff in China. Yeah. You, you guys know about John Teeter? Titer? Or what is it? Teeter? No, that name Titer? sounds familiar. Yeah, it does though. sound familiar. It's, a, it's probably a hoax. It was an old early internet thing where this guy claimed to be from the future. Oh, yeah. And there were some really interesting things about what he was saying. And a lot of people were like, wow, the things this person is saying sounds like, you know, they're a really smart person. At the very least, someone was like, this has got to be like an MIT engineer who has access to like serious academic records to pull off this hoax or a team of people. Or maybe he was really a time traveler. That's more like, well, uh, it doesn't really matter. It's probably a hoax because I mean, you know, look, what's, what's the easiest solution? Someone on the internet lied. Hey, that happens all the time. (laughs) But anyway, I bring it up just because, uh, when this was going on, I think it was like the late nineties, early two thousands. John Teeter was posting on forums claiming that the U.S. was going to fall apart in the, in the like early aughts or whatever. And said, like, Canada would take the northern Midwest areas, the East Coast would join Europe, the West Coast would join China, and the yep. southern states would go to, like, Mexico or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's starting to seem more and more plausible, isn't it? <sighs> I got to get off the East Coast. Yeah. <laughs> but to your point, I think I would be cool if we, like, balkanized or whatever. Like, I grew up, like, hunting, fishing, shooting. I know how to do all that. I could Wrestling. survive, I think wrestling perfect got the self-defense going on i think i'd be Suplex okay a grizzly bear yeah <laughs> you know one problem i could one, <laughs> one problem with the balkans is it's been basically the the butt of military ravage for like two thousand years i mean that that area of the world because it's splintered been splintered for so long is just constantly overrun conquered people are murdered genocide i mean just tra- tragedy in the balkans so or because they don't have a strong unified force. Yeah. Um, there were periods where they did, like the Byzantine Empire, but it's kind of sad. You know, so I, we, the power of our states, yeah, the federal government is so important. Because if we didn't have coordinated military between states, we would just been picked apart. <laughs> this Dude, this, this Roman stuff, man, it's freaky. I know. I like the parallels to the Roman Empire. Dude. So how would you, so, would you support a very decentralized federal government that you know bare bones it protects your rights it protects you know our nation's security but you know the states are kind of separate do what they want to oh, do oh yeah i'd love to build an app 
where you could vote on local issues, like a Tinder-style app where you could be like, hey, everyone, I'm this is Ian Crossland. I want to put a, a fountain on Main Street. It's going to cost $40,000. Vote for this project. Terrible so idea. You go through, and then if you like that, you can swipe right, add it to your list of things you want to put your tax dollars for yeah, locally. Yeah, that wouldn't be hacked Ter- at all. Terrible, terrible <laughs> idea. I don't think so. You, Absolutely. You want to decentralize during, and localize governance, basically. During Occupy Wall that. Street. I don't know about I don't know about the app portion of it during <laughs> occupy wall street when someone goes i think we should we should get bins for the yeah. sanitation crew then someone was like that's a good idea i'm gonna propose that our bins are fair trade and then someone was like yeah but they gotta be recycled too and they went uh-huh. okay so we all agree fair trade recycled bins go find them it was ridiculous the stupidest thing you could find those they didn't they did they went to walmart they were like, everyone agreed, and then they went to the store and said, we can't find it, just buy the oh, ones from so Walmart. Oh, if, if so if they were like, vote for this fountain, and everyone was like, yeah, and they put all this money towards it, and they didn't know how to build the fountain, that's a problem. So you, Bro, you'd have to be, like, be able to follow through with your plan, have an I'll entire plan ready to I'll tell you exactly what would happen. I've learned the wonders of uh, septic leach fields only in the past <laughs> year, because I never had a septic system before. Great. But I can tell you exactly what will happen when a bunch of people who know nothing about anything show up and they go, hey, look, a big empty field. I propose we build a building on it. I vote. Everyone goes, yay, we vote. And then the one guy comes up, guys, 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 that's the leach field for the thousand gallon septic tank. You can't build on it. And they go, we voted. We passed the resolution out of our way. And then they build on a septic leach field and, and then they die. Well, they don't, I don't, I well, mean, that's why you have governors, <laughs> you have governors and mayors to, to like stop stupid behavior, you know, but. So you mean elected representatives to yeah, be like, Yeah, you still hey, have you them, but, but rather than like rely on an external person to come build that building for you, you could like locally. Here's know, what would happen, dude. People would vote for the building, then someone would say, look, that's a leach field. We have a regulation barring the, the building of that. And someone would go, I propose we get rid of that regulation. Ah, and they all, they'll vote to get rid of it because people want to make money. And it's, 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 it, bro, it's not easy to govern. So Direct democracy could, does not work. If, if a bunch of people voted for the, the building on the leach field and it was all these people voted for it, so it was ready to go. And then all of a sudden they found out it can't happen. It would be removed from your list. By who? By, by the governor, by, by the governor, basically. Yeah, by the governance. So the, the so the governor, whoever, whoever can, yeah, so that, that means the at mayor any point, or the governor. at any point, the mayor could be like, I do not want this civil rights bill deleted. I'm the smart one. <laughs> well, if it violated some sort of standard, yeah. What standard? By who? Who sets the standard? The leach field. Who sets the standard? Well, the people do through the governance. Great. So when the mayor says you can't vote on the leach field, like, like I said, they'll go, we vote to say you can. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So the mayor is no, pointless at that point. Um, Bro, I'm not we, saying direct democracy over rule things. I'm just saying a way for us to pool funds locally. Yeah. For, do, you, do you ever look at a, to, uh, a map of a topographical map of Manhattan? You can actually see in the skyscrapers where the bedrock is. It's fascinating. Oh. Well, what do you mean? They can only build the skyscrapers oh, on bedrock. Wow. Be, they can't build it on the dirt. It sinks. That's why there's a lot of cities where you're like, I wonder why they don't build skyscrapers here. Bro, it's a swamp. Huh. Like DC is a swamp. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like literally a swamp. So it's hard to build massive buildings because they sink. Manhattan is a big rock so that they can build and they can carve holes and do subways. It's actually, you know, fairly easy. But there's like a, a line because there are some areas that are, you know, dirt and mud ah. and stuff. Regular people don't know these things. 
So they're like, I propose we build a building sideways. And then you're like, that you, you can't. We shouldn't do that. I'm going to do it anyway. And then everyone's like, yay, sideways building. Woohoo. And then construction crew goes, hey, we're getting paid. Going to go build the sideways building. And then they start building it. <laughs> no, and then they just. <laughs> no, no. You definitely need checks and balances. Mm-hmm. But I, I can't stand that like people in upper echelons of government are deciding what gets built where. And I don't have like an opportunity to input. Yeah. Like a convenient way to input. What if, and, and just bear with me here, what if uh, I pulled up on my app and I wrote, let's bomb Cuba oh my gosh. and then swiped right that's, in your hypothetical government. That's not a local and, thing. And everyone said, yes, we vote to bomb Cuba. Like this story from Newsweek. Did uh, you enjoy my segue yeah, there? Yeah, it's good. I loved yeah. it. Bombing <laughs> Cuba, an option that needs to be discussed, says Miami mayor. No. Right. <laughs> Get that guy out of there. And we, we, we don't want to bomb Cuba. We, they we just don't said discuss. I mean, but like, chance, hear him out. I, I don't, I don't think we should discuss bombing Cuba. See, right. like airstrikes, <laughs> airstrikes on Cuba. Who's this crazy oh, person? That's yeah. right, look, look, look. People are protesting in Cuba and they're yelling. I think they're yelling what? Libertad, 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 Liberty, mm-hmm. Freedom, good. and yeah, down with think. dictatorship and things like that. And then you know the mainstream media is like people are upset about COVID in Cuba. Anti-government mm-hmm. slogans. The pro, the pro-communist people, mm-hmm. and uh, Cuba. The Cuban authorities have been, I guess, uh, locking people up. They blocked the internet. We got this from VOA. Cuban authorities block access to the internet in response to protests. My favorite aspect of the story is when Brian Seltzer of CNN tweeted out this quote where he's like, restricting access to the internet is a move of dictators. And I'm like, Hmm. what does that say about Joe Biden and Jack Dorsey Hmm. and Facebook? And you, because he's the one who's gone on and said, don't listen to Fox News and, you know, been a defender of banning and regulating speech on these platforms. So what does it say about all these people? But yeah, anyway, look, people of Cuba, they're fighting back. I don't think we should go bombing them though, but, uh, bomb who? Why? What is, what is this? The communists, bro. Who are the, who are those? What does that even mean? The president of Cuba? The communist party of Cuba? What do you mean? So like this guy wants to bomb the, the, the sitting government of Cuba? They all localized in one communist building or how do you go about that? Seems (laughs) tricky. Yeah. The U.S. is like, we're going to surrender and convene a meeting of all the great communist party leaders in this one building right here. Yeah. This time. And they're like, okay. And then, Yeah, Look at this. This is funny. Uh, in an interview on Fox, with, with Fox News, this is uh, Francis Suarez noted a brief history of U.S. involvement in overturning foreign leaders. His history mentioned the U.S. airstrikes in Kosovo during the 1999 humanitarian crisis. Are you suggesting airstrikes in Cuba? <laughs> Fox News anchor Martha McCallum asked, what, what I'm suggesting is that is that option is one that has to be explored oh and cannot be just simply discarded as an option that is not on the table. Oh Suarez answered. What? And there's a variety of ways the military can do it. Ooh. Wow. Please expand on those ways. Okay, yeah. I'm curious. I, 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 I got to say, though, I'm, I'm curious because, like, a lot of people in, in Miami are Cuban mm, and are yeah. protesting in support of the Cubans. But I, I think an airstrike on Cuba would kill civilians, you know? Yeah. You get those little drones that are explosive, and you fly them through windows. That's crazy. They yeah, have those. Dude. That's the yeah. that's the next. I, thing. I warned about that back in the day because we were working on. Uh, I was working on this university drone program. I actually went and chose the first drone test site for the for the for the, the government program on like how to do the research. And I was like, before it started, I was talking to a bunch of like government people and academics because I had done this drone research, and they were like, we, we we need to get a better understanding of what drones mean. And I was like. The drone that we've seen can carry like a kilogram. What happens if that drone carries an explosive? How will you stop it? And they were just like stone faced, like, yeah, uh, like, like it's here now. The technology exists. 
And they were just like, uh, maybe we should regulate these things. Dude, they're going to make – have you heard of Smart Dust? They're going to make drones that are so smart small. Dust? Yeah, smart Dust? Smart Dust is like – yeah, Ben Stewart was talking about it. It's in the roads in Denver. What? Uh, apparently, it's like – there are mini sensors, like dust sensors that are that as up. small as dust. Yeah. But they're going to make drones that size. They can like fly into your inner ear, into your brain. Wow. Black I don't know, about, yeah, I don't exactly. know about all that stuff. Yeah, but it's they, too crazy for reality. I know they yeah, do yeah, have yeah. very Boy, small drones that can fly like insects. <laughs> there was a Kickstarter yeah. once. Black bear. There was a, there was a Kickstarter yeah. forum once. They're really really cool. The remote control they just they just flap really that? weakly and fly. For what a was that bit. that crazy drone movie? It was like ten minutes long. Uh, murder drones or something. It was called. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Oh, you gotta see it if you have it's a YouTube drones. video. It's on YouTube. Murder drones. Yeah, and it's this like dystopian. This this guy's building drones like Amazon or whatever. He's like, we're gonna transport all your. We have drones everywhere to transport. And then the drones go haywire and, and they start f- patrolling the city all day, every day. Drones flying above, murdering, shooting at anyone. So people are, you, are basically running from building to building. It's like a Black Mirror episode. and trying to live. Yeah, yeah it's literally silly. the bees. Yeah, right? the bees. No, one. not the bees. The dog ones. Oh. It's similar, man. Yeah, the dogs were running around hunting people down. The robot dogs. I don't remember that one. Oh, me neither. They had an episode where there was these bee drones that would like burrow yeah, into your bees brain. Died. Yeah, bees yeah. died. Yeah. 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 Yep, bees died. So they replaced pollen bees with robo bees. And the robo bees went nuts. I don't know what that has to do with bombing yeah. Cuba, though. It's the 21st century bombs. It's yeah, like tiny yeah, yeah. little drone bombs. Yeah, dude. I wonder if Why? they have like antimatter bombs yet. Mm. Yeah, I was reading about antimatter bombs because like – when antimatter comes into contact with matter, it has a 100% energy release. So it's extremely expensive to produce and contain antimatter. Because if it comes into contact with matter, it, you know, boom, it, it like explodes. How do you contain that? They put it in a magnetic ring. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. so it's, it's contained, spinning around really fast. Gotcha. And so to make a device that could utilize that. That'd be crazy. I'm too low IQ for this conversation. Really, really powerful explosives. Yeah. Put, it, put it mildly. Boom, boom. Yeah. Yeah. Really expensive to produce at this point. Like I'm talking trillions like of a, dollars. Like a proton and a negatron. <laughs> I think. I think. Negatron? I think negatrons aren't real yet, but we got a coin negatron <laughs> and uh, electrons and positrons. The positrons real, but the proton and the negatron. What is a negative proton called? I don't know. Let's find out. Megatron, right? <laughs> Anti-proton. Oh, okay. Yeah, Megatron's better. <laughs> cooler. Yeah, Megatron. I agree. Way yeah. cooler. Posit- like yeah, but a proton, uh, what, what, is that a positron? The positron's a- an, uh, an anti-electron. Is a positron. Oh, right, oh. right, right, right. Okay. So proton and ne- Megatron, dude. So this is not very political anymore. <laughs> no, this is a great conversation, though. I want to talk about, we, we might go into this more, since you're a wrestler, and we talked about... Yes, sir. Like uh, trans women and wrestling, well, we'll, we might we'll, go into this. Yeah, on the we'll app, talk about that. It's, it's, it's funny because like we end up talking about a lot of that stuff in the in the members only podcast because that's the stuff YouTube bans you for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll go deep. We'll YouTube outright just like like the the segment we did yesterday with 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 Colonel uh, West. Oof. Like I was I was I was mad. Like this is dark dark stuff that's happening. People and, like, were commenting that too. They yeah. were like, "This is a dark episode." I know it was, it was horrifying I what they're doing. People, watch that. but yeah. we'll we'll, we'll we will talk about that. I suppose for now we're mostly focused on like whether or not we blow up Cuba. Yeah, so and uh, we're just discussing it. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of people <laughs> right now. I, I I imagine people like John Bolton are sitting there like, "Bump bump Cuba, my stocks." He's checking his Robin Hood. Raytheon just no. I don't know. Raytheon got woke. Did you guys see that? No. Yeah. Yeah. Raytheon got woke and had like a white like a Pride Month thing. Oh no, they had like a white privilege training thing. Even better. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of okay with that. Like. I, I think about these companies or like the Navy getting woke and I'm like, no, 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 this is bad. This is bad. You know, get woke, go broke. And then the Federal Reserve gets woke and I'm like, I, uh, go on. Maybe, <laughs> okay. maybe I'm okay with this. And Please. then like Raytheon, I'm like, oh, do I support this now? Like, 
it's it's gutting these <laughs> these institutions from the inside out and they're being disintegrated. Yes. No, because it's it's fire. You know what I mean? And you might have like Schadenfreude when you're watching fire engulf like some you know Your some enemy house. or something. But that's that fire spreads. It's still and fun it's, to be an accelerationist sometimes and just watch it burn from afar. Sometimes, but it's it's mm-hmm. it's you don't even need to be an accelerationist anymore. I mean, the stuff they're they're the, the Navy. Look at those videos of the U.S. soldiers surrendering to Iran. And if that doesn't make your blood boil. What was that uh, the whole process? I didn't see that. There were a couple of boats. They got surrounded. The U.S. surrendered. They were like in, in Iranian waters or something? I don't, I don't remember the exact details. But I, I might have heard about that. The U.S. surrendered close. a couple small ships. And U.S. soldiers are on their knees with their hands on their heads. So what happened to wow. the soldiers? Oh, they got released. Okay. Yeah, yeah they, got, they got released by the Iranian concerned. Revolutionary Guard. But uh, it's amazing when we prioritize wokeness, our own Navy, our Army. So what you're saying is that we could technically bomb Cuba, but we're not going to be able to because we're super woke now and the military is completely ineffectual. Oh, wow. Could you imagine? That's the only reason we don't bomb yeah, Cuba. We have a lot of other there. issues. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just imagining that plane with the rainbow flag on it yes. and Black Lives Matter in the front dropping rainbow bombs. <laughs> and the little Middle Eastern children are like, yeah. Oh, yeah. diversity. Yeah. Well, they're Cubans now. So, oh, right. you know. Yeah, yeah you, still brown. You could probably <laughs> put like little prism shards in the explosive so that when it blows up, it's <gasps> not red. It just looks Sparkles. like a rainbow. Yeah. Glitter. Oh, yeah. yeah. We've added 1,000 pounds of glitter to our ordinance. <laughs> <laughs> I think this guy, this this uh, Floridian guy is, is espousing rhetoric, political rhetoric of nothing's off the table. Mm-hmm. You know, they say this stupid stuff like nukes are not off the table in regards to Cuba. I'm, my neighbor is... is Keeping me up at 2 a.m. with this rooster. Nukes are not off the table. Technically <laughs> correct. But because they're not. That's the point of the military is you don't want to take that stuff up. But then why wouldn't you just come out and be like, no, we, nukes are off the table. But secretly they're not off the table. Like, that's better. Right. <laughs> nukes are never off the table. Bombs are never off the table. Yeah. But I don't, I don't see what's to gain by actually intervening with Cuba. I don't like communism, you know. Mm-hmm. But I just think the U.S. is a well, – I mean it's probably good for the military-industrial complex because they'll be like, oh, we can screw up the United States and then create another uh, massive crisis where we'll get funding from the government forever. Let's do it. Seize Cuba and then install a central bank there. Yeah. No, they'd probably just blow up half of it and then try <laughs> nation building. Oh, for 20 years. Yeah. 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 Although Cuba's really, Cuba is really close to the U.S., so – Make it a state. It's not going to be the same as – oh, man, could you imagine? We got Guantanamo Bay already. Yeah, Cuba, weird. the 51st state. Puerto Rico doesn't cut we it. We have an American military base in Cuba. Yeah, and they hate us. They're like, get out of here. That's so weird. There's a McDonald's there. They, um, uh, the Spanish, what was it? The Spanish-American War, 1898, I think it was, was when the Spanish Empire was controlling Cuba. And, and America was like, we're going to liberate Cuba. So they did. And then Cuba was free. And then Castro came in and took control. So if we were going to liberate it again, what do we do after that? Cause Wasn't it like him and Shay? And, and Castro was like, hey, Shay, check this out. I'm going to enslave all these people. And she was like, ah, oh, you won't do it, man. He's like, you want to bet? And he's like, yeah, I'll do it. And then he did it. And they smoke, he was smoking a cigar. Too. Yeah, yeah, probably. That's exactly and then Shay was like, you know how you, and then, and then Shay was like, yo, guess who I don't like? And then Fidel Castro laughed and he was like, Shay, you don't like brown people. And then Shay was like, that's right. And Shay was like, oh, you're super, brother. He wasn't sucks. he super racist? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Super yeah. homophobic too. Um, yeah. I've heard that. I've heard that a lot. Yeah. Is communists tend to be like, wasn't Marx? I think Che Guevara was too. He was racist. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There I don't know about Marx. Too, yeah. Marx, Marx is I'm pretty sure Marx is super racist. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's why it's they didn't like theme. it. Yeah. Yeah. 
even the critical race theorists are racist. So there's like a thing about these leftists that they just really like being racist. I think they're projecting, like especially the white liberals who are like, oh, white people are racist. You have to atone for your racism. You have to admit to your racism. And then everyone's looking at them like they're a weirdo. Like, what are you talking about? I'm not a racist. And they're like, yes, you are because I am. <laughs> and I feel bad about it. Yeah. And I have to apologize for it. Like, no, you know. Go to therapy. Don't don't project on everybody else. Not all white people are racist. I do love that they're like, yes, you are because I am. It's like that. I okay. Thank you for admitting that. But <laughs> I'm going to leave now. <laughs> these, are my, yeah. these are my racist glasses. I see racism everywhere. Yep, yep, That's yep. if you're if you're racist. That lens is gonna is gonna make you see it when it's you true. look outside. So at a certain point, are we going to be like um, Tony Shalhoub and Galaxy Quest, just laughing at the absurdity about to be about about how we're about to blow up or something? You, you guys seen that movie? To. No, mm-hmm. not me, man. Yeah, Although, have you seen Galaxy Quest? Uh, part of it. You, you, what? Yeah, I, I thought it was going to be awesome. Tonight. I was classic. like, oh, it's going to be the greatest genre, sci-fi, one of the greatest genres. No, it's, it's got comedy. Sigourney Weaver, Ted, uh, Tim yeah. Allen. It's got Tony Shalhoub. Tony Shalhoub. And then what's the guy who played Snape? Oh, it's Alan got Rickman. Sam, Sam Rockwell. Rockwell's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rockwell's yeah, a great cast. Incredible and the movie's fantastic. Cast. But anyway, they end up in the spaceship and they're just actors. And so they're like freaking out. But Tony Schlub's character is like, all right, man, I guess. Like, whatever. Laugh or cry. Like, they're about to get blown up and he's just laughing. Like, yeah, laugh or cry, man. Like, at a certain point, I just kick my feet back and be like, bro, I got chickens. Actually, we got space. <laughs> we got tomatoes. Bro, we harvested the carrots. We got like 10 pounds of carrots, dude. I can't even eat all these. What am I supposed to do with carrots? carrots. I don't even know I grew that many. It's going to be good. Carrots stew. It goes good in yeah. stew. We'll make yeah. juice, cake. We got jalapenos. I was having oh, last yes. night. I don't know how you guys feel. I was having kind of a, a nihilistic night last night. Do you guys go through this mm-hmm. where it, kind of like you're saying, just laugh at all the chaos. I'm like, well, let's Absolutely. just get what I can out of this before it's, that's it's what all the, over. That's, that's what our leaders have been doing for the past 20 huh. years. For probably well, long thousands. Time. Well, you're no, right. No, 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 not no, no, no. a long time. America was functioning. We were, we rallied against the Nazis in World War II. Yeah. We had drive during all the horrible interventions we did, right? With Vietnam and Korea, there was still this American elite being like, we're going to go to war because we're better than you. Now it's just like, oh, the system's broke. I'm going to steal as much silverware as possible before the house burns <laughs> down. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to Ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. Yeah, we, we talked about yeah. this before. It's like that Titanic's going down, and they're running room to room grabbing stuff before they jump on the life raft for everybody else. I know we can fix the system. Like, we could build a software, uh, like a, you know, decentralized powered system that's powered by like vacuum energy or like fusion energy localized that where people can communicate uncensored. But I don't know if the human um, consciousness is is able to do it. Like, I, I don't know if the, if humans are just too too busted as an animal that we can't function, you know, sociologically at scale. I wonder about that. 
I know we can build the technology. Got to get that Neuralink, bro. Mm-hmm. Got to integrate. Resistance is futile. That's right. What's be, that going to do, though? Make then me everyone hear your will crazy just thoughts? be in the board, man. No, because everybody will just be the board. Will it make the craziest person make everyone else crazy, or will yes. it make the calmest person make everyone else calm? Everyone will get crazy. crazy. That's what I was explaining, right? In, in Star Trek, the Borg was working in unison towards a, towards a goal of assimilating more technology and expanding and whatever. But the reality is, if you assimilate, if you've got 10 people and six of them are psychotic leftists and you assimilate everybody, the collective just becomes psychotically left. It won't function properly. It'll just spaz out and accuse everyone of racism and then collapse. On if itself. you had like nine crazy racists and then a tenth like really calm Zen Buddha master joined, would it make the other Everybody nine very racist, calm no. or would it turn the Buddha master racist? Buddha, Buddha, the, the, the Buddha master wouldn't necessarily become racist, but if they all function in line with the collective, they would all move towards the crazy racism. So the Buddha master would be like, oh, I'm having crazy thoughts, but he keeps dispensing his thoughts, having no thought, and then eventually the crazy people start no, to have less and less thoughts? That's not how the Borg works. How do you know? Because I watch Star Trek. You've never been in the Borg, Tim. They, they, they look at Picard when he became the Borg. He, they talk all about it. Seven of Nine talks about it. But I'm saying... It, they, they lose their, their control. Their voice becomes one with the collective, and they all function towards the collective goal. Of course, there was the Borg Queen who secretly was manipulating the collective. That's, that's communism. I mean, that's exactly what you can expect <laughs> to happen. So right? if there was no Queen, I wonder... I wonder if you would, as a strong mind, be able to warp the collective, to bend to your will, so to speak, for the for the good of humanity. Whatever. Well, that I means. think there's like a, I think there's something like that in Marvel with like uh, Doctor Doom. I that like guy's that guy. got like an iron will. He's like a villain, but he's my favorite. He's almost like a hero. Anti-hero. Almost like a hero. Yeah. Anti-hero. What was it? He used to be part of the. Fa- he was with them on the ship, the Fantastic Four, when they went yeah. to space, and then he got what. Power? Did he? What power? Yeah, did he, he got get? like uh, I don't know, what, like lightning power or something. I don't and like he wants to not destroy humanity. What is his goal? Save humanity. So he wants to save humanity. Yeah, he's a communist dictator. Basically, he's oh. an authoritarian dictator who thinks that humanity will only survive if he is the one who is God. in charge. Uh. Yeah, and there's like this famous comic where he's like confronted by this great panther spirit or whatever, and then he's like, "I have seen a thousand futures or whatever, and in each and every one, humanity is destroyed. The only future I've seen where humanity survives is when I'm in charge." And then, like, the spirit finds that he's, like, pure of heart. Like, he actually, actually means it. I like him. Let's read some Super Chats, if you haven't already. Smash that like button, please. And subscribe to this channel. Share the show with your friends. Hit that notification bell, which apparently doesn't do anything anyway, because it helps, I guess. Uh, sure. And go to TimCast.com. Become a member. We're going to have a bonus members-only podcast coming up just after the show, around 11 or so p.m. So make sure you check that out. And let's read some of these Super Chats. All right. Let's see. All right, what is this? Gemcast DCL says, is Tim, 18 U.S. Code 241, conspiracy against rights? I think this is a good attack vector for the free speech or any other rights argument. You should look into it. I will look into it. Mediocre Fisherman says, if you can pick two political figures to run in 2024, who would it be? Well, I don't know who Dave Smith's VP is going to be, but I am really, really looking forward to a Michael Malice press secretary for the Libertarian Party. Mm. That is going to be... The greatest thing ever. I mean, it would just be like, wow. That'd be supreme. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it, I would vote for that so fast. I would love to just go back to like 14-year-old Tim and like sit down and be like, listen, in 2024, this guy named Michael Malice will be the press secretary for a libertarian candidate. And it's going to be glorious. And then just like show like a clip of Michael Malice and the things he says and then get my younger self all excited for just the shenanigans. <laughs> The epic trolling of the establishment <laughs> yes. machine. He's I had smart. one single interaction with Michael Malice, and it was so 
hilarious it was so strange i was at a cpac after party last year like literally the last night before covid like shut everything down and he shows up fashionably late and i i knew who he was but like it like he definitely looked familiar to me and someone was like oh that's michael mouse i was like oh like i definitely follow that guy on twitter and he comes up to me and he's like i love your hair is that racist to say i don't care i don't care i love your hair and i have this long twist and i was like no it's not racist thank you and that was it that sounds like him him. i love it all right uh we got uh colonel jack o'neill here who's uh, taking his break from his stargate missions and he says Ian, I love you, but sometimes you say something so insane, I want to slap you until your eyeballs switch places. <laughs> you probably feel better if you were here. I'll try and like air out weird ideas and thoughts, and sometimes they come out incomplete. I maybe is a little frustrating to listen to. I could try and I can try and read that as Richard Dean Anderson. Right. Ian, I love you, but sometimes you say something so insane, I want to slap you like until your eyeballs music switch places. in the background <laughs> surging right now as he's saying it. Dude, they they do like three episodes of SG One every day now. It Whoa. was two episodes at first. Now it's three, and I'm like, I can't keep up with this. Wow. I'm jumping episodes. I got to keep track of what's going on. It's a good show, by the way. I love SG1. It's fantastic. All right. Silver Kestrel says, not surprised with the Navy getting woke. This happens during the Spanish Civil. This happened during the Spanish Civil War of the 1930s. Their Navy overwhelmingly broke for the leftist Republican forces. Wow. Could you imagine that? What are they if, if, if the Navy becomes overwhelmingly woke, and then they just like basically defect That's gonna happen. to some degree. Will yeah. it happen? Will that? I don't know. It Something, has some, happened in the past. But what's happening yeah. now is unique. You know, and it's not the same. Yeah, There's similarities, but sure. we don't know what's going to happen. Let's see it. All right. Lamb says, I want to shout out James Lindsay's new Discourses channel podcast. The near four-hour episode on Hegel, wokeness, and the dia- dialectical faith of leftism is brilliant and very eye-opening. Uh, Absolutely. James, yeah. James Lindsay is a smart fella. All right. Let's see. Tanner Hines says, have you seen Gavin Newsom's campaign ads claiming the same Republicans who refuse to accept the election results are back again to smear him and waste taxpayer money on recalling him? Ah, projection. Yeah, it's funny because it's not just Republicans that want to recall Newsom. It's a lot of people who are Democrats. Democrats. A lot of Democrats are fleeing the state because of that guy. Yeah, well. All right, let's see. James Could says, Texan here, some Democrats just simply don't care and run to daddy Biden when it's rough. You were elected, do your job, servant leadership needed. Yeah, the people and the Democrats in Texas are supposed to be like, oh, I'm here to vote for my people. And if we don't win because we're in the minority position, like at a certain point, you recognize what democracy, a democratic republic is supposed to be or a constitutional republic with democratic institutions, to put it more specifically. Okay. Keith McCracken says, Ian, stop with your powerful thought energy. You're disturbing the camera. <laughs> Keith. No, I, I got to stress on? this, right? So Ian's camera froze from a random frame from last night, which How is weird because the show ends. Like, that's the second time it's happened. Too. Yeah. More than that. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Usually well, we just restart ops. What? Is yeah. Usually we on? catch it. Yeah. But it's weird that it's an image of you from last night's show, but the show went on like normal and then ends. Mm-hmm. Then, like, it just randomly pulls up this image and like, freezes it there. Do you, that picture. do you think people are capable of, like, intera- interacting with electricity? Yeah, Sups? you're too powerful. I think that's it. Have you ever had that where, you like, you shut a light just, like... Well, it's never happened to me, but clearly you're gifted. It's not intentional. <laughs> I think it's the psychedelics. Do you think, uh, do you think we'll get copyright strike? We'll get a copyright strike if I, if I play music on my phone? It depends on the song, I guess. Yeah, because I was going to play the song. Because uh, somebody, well, I just got an iPhone, and it's got this thing. 
But somebody was like, uh, uh, Jimmy Kinto says, will we get more songs like Will of the People? Yes, because <laughs> I got this epic new app. Can you hear that? There it goes, yeah. Yeah, it's good. He's been playing with it. If you sing it, oh, actually, I think that song's public domain. How's the rising uh, sun? Yeah, it's yeah, old. It is. Let me look. Yeah, I think that's. I think uh, that's public it's, domain. It's like a really old folk song. I like that song. Good song. Yeah, yeah, those are good. Yeah, but uh, well, we're we're gonna get more songs. Um, we're we're trying to hire a composer. Like, we need somebody whose job it will be to just sit around all day making beats and tracks and music, kind of like ambient hip hop, rock, indie style, just a, a mix. Because we need to use the music for our shows, yeah. for the podcasts, and then we can take some of those songs and turn them into full songs. So we literally need someone who who like just sits around making music all day, and we could hire them and have them just sit in a room and make music I've, all day. I've been watching a lot of Beatles lately, and man, something that music desperately needs right now is that ooh wah 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 ooh wah wah ooh yeah yeah la 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 la. No, like, no, just no dumb. Ian, it doesn't need that. <laughs> it does. We've had we've had ball with the ball, and we've had mbop, and we've had zigga zigga. Ah. But what we need is like a solid. <laughs> uh melody through line story like what you're saying with will the people but with that like la la yeah in the background like what, we need what? more of that doo-wop in rock why why do we need that I'm telling you we <laughs> made the beatles great all right specific. all right let's see eli says ed calderon worked in the fields of counter narcotics organized crime investigation and public safety in the northern border region of mexico a U.S. citizen now and can definitely confirm what Alan West said. Please get him on if you can. Love the show. Oh, Ed's manifesto. He's great. Is that what it follow is? him on Instagram, yeah. Rick Resler says, donation for Tim's wardrobe. Sunglasses, 100, thumbs up, and crying laughing face. <laughs> what, what, what's wrong with my wardrobe? I have a hat, a shirt, a yeah, shirt and pants. clothes. Yeah. I don't know what You can't want. even tell what kind of pants I'm wearing. One, of these, right. one night, Tim's going to wear the craziest outfit. <laughs> well, I do have the, 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 the black shirt and the gray shirt, but I don't really wear that that much. You need anymore. like a crown and like just a crazy <laughs> flamboyant robe with like purple shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. Just Prince style. Like a Friday night or something. Yeah, All right. Let's see. Uh, some people are asking if I'm familiar with Robert Barnes and Viva Frey's show. I am do familiar with their show. Absolutely. All right. Connor O'Brien says, uh, let's see. Okay. Maybe I can't read that one. Sorry, Connor. I don't, I don't know what it's about, but YouTube's very censorious, so I'll have to walk away from that one. Um, Eric A. says, have you been following China's actions in South America? They built a space base in Argentina. China increasing ties there is worrying. Argentina is part of the lithium triangle, where over 50% of mineable lithium is. Yes, China was trying to build something called the Nicaraguan Canal. You know about uh, this story? No. Panama Canal. Very powerful because we right. have a shipping lane that goes through the Americas. So China was like... We'll just build one through Nicaragua. How much will that cost? Can we do it? Yes. It would have destroyed this massive freshwater aquifer. And it was going to just cause a lot of people to have no water. And uh, the project got scrapped. But it was going to cut through Nicaragua, which is like substantially longer than Panama. I was about to ask. Isn't as an, it bigger? For yep. Sure, right? As an <laughs> okay. FU. As an FU to the Panama Canal. Yep. China is like. Yeah. They're, 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 not, they're not backing down, man. I mean, you know, what they're doing is crazy. Crazy. All right. John Marafa says two things. One, Texas Dems have done this before, fleeing to Oklahoma some years ago. Two, when these guys fly back from D.C., I hope their plane drops out of the sky. No, no, we don't want that. We want their plane to land safely because you want to see a perp walk. This is the important thing about justice. You need to have them in a court of law 
pay the penalty so that everybody knows and sees it's legitimate and they've paid their like they're, they're, they're being held accountable through a legitimate process. That's why with the Nuremberg trials, we said we're going to put these people down. We're going to we're going to show everybody the evidence and we're going to prove it in a court. You got to make sure that happens to these people. They got to get arrested. They land. They broke the law. They get arrested. There you go. All right. J-Mac says some elites are fighting back. There was some businessman who helped fund South Dakota's National Guard being sent to help with border security. Hell, I give super chats to those I feel with a good platform. People are fighting money with money. Anyways, keep it the good work. Cast team. Thank you very much. Yeah, we need uh, people to donate to, you know, Republicans in cities. I mean, imagine this. You get someone like AOC who's got a powerful media platform, but she didn't when she started. When she ran for the first time, there was no actual Republican candidate. I mean, there like literally was, but like not really. Apparently, the dude didn't even have a website. Mm-hmm. How are you supposed? Ex- they're like, oh, we can't win there because it's too Democrat. Republicans give up. You didn't even, tr- you didn't even try, dude. Did not even try. Yeah. Democrats certainly try to get young people in red, red areas. Certainly. Republicans just give up, though. Yeah. That's the reality. Oliver Moreland says, we just protested our school board in Rochester, MN, for these far left teachings. We had some good speakers, and I got footage that I'll edit tonight. We all need to rise together against this insanity. That's for sure. A. Muzed says, to the Lord of the Rings analog, the elites view the people, aka the rabble, as the orcs. Yeah, who is, uh, who's the Eye of Sauron then? I don't know. If the rabble, the people. Dave Rubin? Orcs, no, no, I don't think no. first. Right. No. Who's doesn't check out. It would be like a populist. Uh, it'd be Donald Trump, right? Trump. Yeah, yeah actually. Yeah. The eye of Trump. All right, let's see. TRD has a great super chat and I can't read it because uh well, you, because you, you, I I can't read it. I'll get YouTube says you can't say these things. So I can appreciate that you send the super chat in, but uh, I can't read what it says. But he does say salty army is legion and the salt must flow. That part I can read, the rest I can't. Mm-hmm. Smokes says, Michael Malice Anarchist handbook, handbook inspired me to break the first rule of Super Chat in making a guest suggestion. Please consider inviting my friend Pedro Delfino to the compound. He skates for Death Wish. It would leave me speechless. <gasps> ah, I see where, no, he put speak. Um, I'm not, I, I, maybe I'm not familiar with Pedro Delfino. Are you saying we should have him skate at the skate park? That would be very great. We, we invite a ton of people to come out here. We had, um, we had this one dude do a backflip on a scooter. Off of like this little bump ramp. That's it was so crazy. Cool. And he got like mad air. It was so I've cool. I've never skated in my life. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's mad fun. Yeah. Did you rollerblade back in the day? With it? I have never. Uh, oh, <laughs> I had wow. Heelys. Heelys cool. Closest we can get. You don't know what Heelys are? Uh-uh. <gasps> they were like such a craze in like the early 2000s. It's literally like a sneaker with like a, a big fat wheel in the back of the shoe. And you just skate around yeah. your heels. Oh, You've wow. never seen any, yeah. a Heely? No. Oh you'll, see, you'll see a kid like just like gliding on his shoes. Yeah, awesome. he's throwing the mall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Surprise mechanic says Air Force vet here. One of my flight instructors instructors flew Hillary when she was Secretary of State. She walked on the flight deck right after he ripped the nasty fart. She was disgusted <laughs> and slammed the door. <laughs> okay. Beautiful. J Max says some guy is complaining about me giving you guys super chats, even though I explained why I do. Poor guy doesn't know. I also give you guys money directly. Oh, well, keep up the good work. Please, please, people, keep telling our friends and fans not to donate to us so they donate more. Yes. It's, it's the greatest advertising campaign. <laughs> hey, you should give them money. Well, I'll give them more money. Oh, oh no. Yeah. All right. Let's see. We got Josh Martinez said, this may be my last super chat. They're going door, door to door and confiscating our Legos. 
We have formed a militia <laughs> and we will resist. With the well, Legos you know why they have to confiscate the Legos? See, back in the day, I mentioned the ninjas, remember? The ninjas would be like, they would, they would assassinate a feudal lord. And as they're running, they would have these Japanese caltrops. Oh, I see where it's but they would serrate the, 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 the metal so they could dip poison in it. And the, and the grooves would hold poison. And so when you stepped on it, not only did you get spiked by the caltrop, but you got poisoned. Well, today's day and age, we have more advanced <laughs> weaponry and technology. So now when the ninjas are running, they need only throw Legos on the uh, ground. Yep. And then everyone's stepping on the Legos. Ah! Poison Legos. Not even poison, no. just Legos. Just up sharp. stepping on the Legos Horrible. and you fall yeah. over. Ah, ah. Even through the shoe, it's like one guy's got like a giant Lego just through his foot and he's like, help me! And they're like, I can't! Ah. And that's why they're like, we better confiscate these Legos. Yeah, yeah it's true. That would make more sense than the real reason. Yeah. The ultimate Caltrop. That would, that would be a funny funny sketch yeah. as well. Like, the, like there's just Legos, but like they're in the foot. Like, and there's like Legos sticking out all over. Like they went through his flesh. And he's like, oh, Lego caltrops, man. Yeah. All right, let's see where we're at. Dano says, "Breaking news: Imperial forces found a Lego Death Star set on Tatooine in the former home of Luke Skywalker." Emperor Palpatine outraged, treated on a shot of pressure. Dark side. There you go. Beautiful. All right. Phoenix Ammunition says, Olivia better remember to bring her singlet to the Solutionary Summit. We've got business to handle. What oh, is that? Heck yeah. Oh, you guys, are you guys familiar with Maj Ture? Black oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, he throws this annual Solutionary Summit. I was a speaker last year. This year, it's in Miami. And I told a bunch of people I Twitter beef with that I will wrestle them if they see me <laughs> IRL at the Solutionary Summit. Nice. Wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> a good, a, a good uh, fair match with a nice referee to, to prove... Yeah, uh, you know who, that's, who's, how I, who's right. that's how I settle Twitter beef. Yeah, that's a good way to settle. Yeah, that's the right way to do it. Gentlemanly mutual sporting combat. That's right. All right, let's see. What we got here. Pin Global News says, "Hey Tim and crew, listen to you guys every day at work. I recently started a news commentary channel intertwined with some gaming. Hope it makes news a little more easy and fun to watch." Pin Global, right on, man. Uh oh, Brett Russell says, second night in a row, Tim mentions ninjas." Check out Stephen Hayes versus SWAT team. They were sneaky and patient. Farmers and shop owners, not Hollywood. Cool oh, stuff. Wow. All right. Keeping America afloat says, if government is supposed to protect our rights and the big tech companies violate them, wouldn't the government contracting the big tech be treason? Not treason. Obviously, you'd like to be like, hey, that's wrong. You can't do that. But it's actually just more like they're outsourcing violations of the Constitution because the government, I don't think the government is supposed to protect our, I mean, well, maybe they're supposed to protect our rights. But In a perfect world. Yeah, theory, right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Government doesn't do that all that much. So I don't know what else to say. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Stonehenge says, will we get Alex Jones part two in the future? Technically, we already did. Part three, the first, yeah. yeah. the first Alex Jones thing we did got pulled down. So we immediately... So that, that's the story, right? YouTube took down our Alex Jones, Michael Malice episode. And then people were like, oh, Tim, you know, they do, they're censoring you. And people were like, Tim's so lame. Like, 
he, he's totally letting YouTube walk all over him. Like the first thing I did after the episode got taken down was I texted Michael and Alex. I was like, guys, can you come back on? Because we got to do it again. We're going to do it again. And I posted the goofy meme. I'll do it again. <laughs> but they couldn't come right away. So like we did it a week later. We should have Alex back when we have the new studio. Yeah. Have like a group of people. That'd be really fun. Yeah. We, we I want to get Alex, uh, if he's willing, to come on with someone and – like I was thinking, it'd be really interesting to have people who are in politi- po- politics and culture, but not in the same areas, have conversations. So, like you know, we had Michael and Alex, and they're in a similar space. You know, it's a, it's culture war, it's politics. It'd be interesting to have someone whose focus is on like economics or someone- Peter Schiff. Maybe I don't know if he'd want to sit down with Alex right. Jones. Like, I would love to see Chank Uger and Alex together. No way. Oh, I could not. That would result that. in a fight. Yeah, yeah that's that not going to happen. But if it didn't, that would be the glimmer of humanity. I was the there. Hope that I need. I was there uh, when they were fighting. Yeah, I think that's the DNC else. when Alex showed up, and then he went to the set of the Young Turks because it was like the Young Turks were doing a show, but it was an open area in the press area. Yeah. You could just like walk past them, and then Alex showed up, and he's filming, and he's laughing, and then I think Jimmy Dore was it Jimmy he spat that's on when Alex. He spat, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was there. I was crazy. That's so rude. Oh, you were. Yeah, yeah. I was there. I was. We we were chilling. Jeez. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um. I don't know if we we do have. Uh, should we mention? The, the plan for August? If you want, yeah. Is, it's, it's all confirmed and locked in, though? No, it's not. So, no, I don't mention it. It's not? No, it's not. I'm waiting for them. For who? I, okay, so we have some guests that are going to come in August, I hope, but I need to hear back from them, like, details of, like, for booking flights and stuff. But they both agreed. They did. Yeah, that's true. It's going to be, like, uh, we're going to do posters for it. Yeah. And it's going to be probably stupid to overhype, but, you know, it's going to be like a right so and a left, and we're going to come in, and it's going to be, like... Uh, a gentlemanly debate. Indeed. Yes. With MMA posters. All right. So we won't say anything just yet. <laughs> Not but, yet. Not yet. Yeah, but we'll uh, we'll we'll announce it once we have everything you know locked in. That's right. I believe we have a, a confirmation, a yes, but we need to have like flights and hotels and everything. Yeah, I want receipts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Let's see. Rhett Bletcha says, "Hi guys, I'm a 25 year old farmer in Nebraska. I raise my own livestock and food. Kamala's comment on rural Americans is truly a stab in our backs." Every time I go to vote, I have to show my ID or else I cannot participate. Why do people talk down the rural people? So sad. Because city people, they are the well-to-do, good, moral, upstanding citizens who want to help the poor marginalized who don't know anything about them. Imagine that, you know. It's like when someone comes to you and says, would you like to donate to help the poor children? And you give them 20 bucks and they go, thank you so much. And they go buy a cheeseburger with it. So these people in these cities are like, I'm helping these poor, poor rural people. Nothing you do is helping them. The Democrats I don't think don't the people, people in the cities actually want to help the rural people. They'll help the poor people in the city. But, you know, when when Texas was having these, like, mass uh, power outages, there were plenty of liberal city elitists saying, oh, well, they voted Republican. You yeah. know, they're all these, these backwoods hicks. They voted Republican. They deserve it. They get what's coming for them. Like, they don't really care. Yeah. I don't know, but if if there's cont- if city people are feeling contempt for country people, I think it's because they think the city people think the country people are cowards because they're not facing other humans. No, I think that city people look down on country people because they think they're unsophisticated. Yeah, they think they like their degrees and right, yeah. all that kind of yeah. stuff. But who I, provides your food? You know, who provides yeah. your energy? Yeah, they don't think about that though. Sat says. If Tim thinks living in a broken nation will be fine because he has chickens, he's obviously never lived in a destabilized country before. Americans have it so good, and it shows when they say asinine comments like this. 
Or how about Sats? You greatly underestimate my experience in many parts of, of the world. I've been to Venezuela. I've been to Egypt, Morocco, Ukraine. I've been to Brazil. I've been to the slums. I've been to the favelas. Yeah, let me just put it in very simple terms. I didn't say life will be better. I said, actually, we'll lose a lot of our luxury. But I'll tell you this. I will be fine. I know I will. I know most conservatives in rural areas probably will be fine. A large portion of them probably will not be fine. City people will be absolutely screwed. Yeah. But I'll put it very, very simply. If, if, if the country destabilizes, my life will go from fantastic luxury to gutter trash. But guess what? I've been gutter trash. I've been homeless. I'm not scared of being in the middle of the woods and having to figure things out and surviving. That's just the real world. Everything else is just borrowed luxury. It's amazing to me how Americans just live in the absolute of absolute luxury. And you still have these Occupy protests complaining. You still have people demanding the government give them more stuff and they barely work as it is. I've watched, I've seen, I've seen people who have no teeth and they're in their 20s because they mine sulfur and other garbage like that. I've been in countries where people live in, in hollowed out, destroyed buildings. I mean, I've, I've actually been to a bunch of gutter squats in the United States and I've seen how people live when they have nothing. And I've been to Venezuela and we got to drive past where, where the, the Tower of David, I think they call it, where the, the, they tried building a skyscraper and it, and it failed and the company Jeez. shut down. And now it's just people walking up a hundred flights of stairs. Bro, I've seen what destabilized countries look like. And when you live in the middle of nowhere, and you can handle yourself and you're confident in yourself and you've prepared and you have research and you have resources. I'm not going to pretend like I'm Bear Grylls and I know how to, you know, I, I can fight a grizzly bear with my bare hands. But I can tell you this. I am resourceful and capable and I'm not worried. Will it suck? Yes, of course it will. I like skateboarding. I like going to the movies. All that goes away. But you know what? I'm a survivor. A lot of other people are. And I'll tell you who is going to truly regret it. It's the city people, not the country people. There's like, there's some dude in a mountain right now who's like just super ripped and like chopping lumber. And he's like, why do I care about those people yep. taking care of themselves, chopping the wood because you need the wood for the stove. You got to cook your food, going out hunting. You know what, man? I'm not going to pretend to have half the skill of those people, but I do know that I'm resourceful enough to survive in, in absolute chaos. All right. Beastie Devil says, if the United States was to fracture into city states or smaller countries, what does it stop other foreign nations take advantage of the divisions and see an easy acquisition of new territory in the states? Which is exactly why we said East Coast goes to Europe, Midwest and Northern states go to Canada, Southern states go to Mexico, and the West Coast goes to China. Yep. That was the John Teeter thing, I think, though. So it is what it is, you know? All right, let's see what we got. Let's see. I just saw something and I... Man of Culture says, speaking of comparisons to the Roman Empire... There was a period where they waged offensive wars in the name of security and defense of the empire. Sounds like the neocon Bush doctrine. Yeah, it was like 400 BC to 600 AD, basically. That wow. The entire history of that country was aggressive war in the name of defense. Because in the very beginning, they were, Rome was conquered and destroyed and 90% of the people were massacred. So like they had this old consciousness of like, we have to fight, we have to kill our enemies before they destroy us. It wasn't really... It was like 300 B.C. to 580 or something. All right, let's see. Charles Dixon says, remember the Bonham Richard, the first warship brought down in American waters by communist infiltration. Brutal. Pete Conrad Jr. says, as a former USMC sergeant, I say whoever was in command of a USN surrender to Iranians should be NJP'd and sent to the brig. P.S. This is Algernon. Will you help me find my daughter, Madison? 
She watches her show, but I don't know how I can get her, her my phone number. Uh, I don't know either, but perhaps shouting it out will be enough. We'll see, I suppose. All right, let's see. Did I read this one already? Okay, I did read this one already. Don't want to double up. Let's see what we got here. Gohan the Fifth says, Hour of the Times. Thank you for the super chat. Christopher says, Make sure Luke knows I saw a squirrel once. Oh. You guys should send Luke all of your love. And you can tweet at him and say, Luke, we love you. And follow Luke, we are change on Twitter. And let him know that no Luke, we puke. Every night awesome. before the show, we all sit here and re- recognize that Luke isn't here. And then we all just vomit profusely. <laughs> and then, then we got to clean it up. And it's all gross. over the table. Yeah, it's it gets gross. in the keyboard. <laughs> it's like the 12th keyboard we've gone through because we just keep barfing because Luke's not here. Yeah, it's true. Also, I think it's funny that people are like saying, no Luke, I puke, when like Luke and puke don't rhyme. Yeah. But then someone said, no Luke, I duke, and I'm like, all right, well, it actually rhymes. <laughs> Better. So. Yeah. So. I don't want that. No, let's not do that. Gloomflower says, I would love to buy an anti-CRAP t-shirt. It would be so awesome. Oh. That's actually a good idea. Love it. Critical race applied principles. We are anti-crap. I don't know. Maybe that's a little too silly. I like it. Abe Lee says the woke ideology in the military is going to lead to World War III. Our enemies will see it as an opportunity to attack. If we don't stop destroying ourselves from within, it will spell war on America's shores. This needs to change now. Yeah, you know, I, I agree. But unfortunately, it's a, it's, a, it's a rot. You know, the rot has gotten to the core. And now the foundations are falling down. This is the, the thing about similar to the Romans is if fill in the blank, then we will be attacked. If something, something, then we will be attacked. So it's always like... We're on the offense to prevent being attacked. We've created the military industrial complex to prevent being attacked because Hitler attacked. Um, you didn't attack us. And the Romans were always afraid of being attacked. And now we are too, it seems like. Maybe that's justifiable. Maybe it's like there is no homeostasis. Either you're the aggressor or the aggressed. All now, right. I would love a homeostasis on this planet. Dan Ines says, re Ian's app idea. What if instead of voting from the app, you put in your zip and get a list of pr- proposed bills by city, state, federal along with info on who wrote and sponsors the bill and contact information for representatives at each level. I like that better. Fantastic. <laughs> but that's still the, the problem there is still that a lot of people who vote don't know or don't care. That's a good point. They're like, I'm going to put a mark on the D. I'm going to put a mark on an R. And then they walk out. And the easier you make it, the easier it is to do that. Yep. Oh, that's right. That's true. Yep. What is that? People are saying Luke is in the chat. Is he? He is. Yeah, Luke. I saw him. Oh, he is. Yeah. Luke, everybody's puking. What are you doing? Yeah. Where are Come you on, at? Man. Atlas. That's <laughs> Luke's dog. <laughs> I bet you just went like, <laughs> Atlas. <laughs> so so Luke was supposed to be gone for only a few weeks. What uh-huh. happened? We're still waiting. Lucas G. Mato says Max Kaiser and Alex Jones. Has that ever happened before? Cool. Cool energy. Has that ever happened no. before? No. Oh, I don't think so. Think so. That, that has to have happened before. They're both such... Energetic individuals. That's so nice. Yes. To, to put it mildly, Good, yeah. that would be that would be that would be a lot of fun. Max is a Bitcoin guy, so he's not overly into a lot of the other political spaces. Yeah, it'd be interesting conversation too. Yeah, that. So yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's maybe maybe we'll do that. That's a thought. Lord Beerus says, "Ever consider Tom McDonald for your show? Might be fun." <laughs> well, yeah. Absolutely. Okay, so so Tom has a standing invite, uh, but I don't know if you've noticed at the rate he's dropping music. That man is unbelievably busy, and he's doing it all on his own with his girlfriend and his pal. So whenever he gets a break, we'd love to have him. 
All right. Jerome Morrow says, please create a fictional episodic show that starts as very thinly veiled narrative of the current activity of the American authoritarian left and then proceeds to depict the horrific nightmare dystopia that inevitably follows. Yeah, we could. You know, the thing is, like CGI is is getting relatively cheap these days and you can do a lot with just one room that's all green. Oh, yeah. So we could theoretically make a a whole show, a fictional sci-fi in filmed in one room. That crazy? Yeah. You just get one room and make the whole thing green and light it and light it up properly. Whoa. I suppose it, you you know you have to change, move the lighting for every you know every angle you're doing when you're filming, yeah. but it's totally possible to do. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be that'd be pretty epic. All right, let's see. We'll just do uh, we'll do one more right here. Amenthi says, "How much in super chats to get Ian in the rainbow monkey costume for a Halloween <laughs> show?" I would do that for free. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh my gosh. We are going to do. We're going to do, so as part of the new website, we're actually going to have like a, 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 an auction functionality because what we're going to do for the, the, the live events, which hopefully we will have in the next like month or so announce one of our first events. They were supposed to be months and months ago. Mm. We're a bit, you know, jammed up in the process. The, the way it's going to work is there's going to be first come, first serve, as well as highest bidder. We're trying to find a way to make it as maximally a open as possible. Some people were like, I work 24-7. How am I supposed to be able to go on the internet and, and buy a ticket before anyone else if I'm at work? And I'm like, so then maybe what we do is people can bid on tickets and we can also make it so that people can buy tickets if it's first come, first serve. That way there's an option for people who are at work and don't have time but can spend a little bit more money and then people who don't have that much money but might have more time. I'm just trying to figure out how to make it work. But we can do a- an auction on variety of costumes like, you know, make Ian wear the rainbow... Oh bleep, no, bleep mon- monkey. Yeah. <laughs> I like doing it of my own free will. But if you want to entice, me we can have people that. buy costumes or something. Or yeah. we, can, we, you know, what we'll do. We'll do a oh poll. God. We'll like have people vote. We'll have people submit costume ideas. Dude, send we'll- me clothes and I will wear them. Oh my god! <laughs> send me crazy outfits to the PO box and I'll oh, wear them. I love it. Uh, that's actually a good idea. Yeah. So at timcast.com, and I think it's in the context section. There's a PO box. Ian said it right there. Send Ian your clothes. You're going to get a bunch of band t-shirts. That'd be fine. I, yeah. I need more clothes anyway, more crazy <laughs> shirts. You're just saying that. Yeah, it's true. All right, everybody. You haven't already, give that like button a little tap. Subscribe to this channel. Share the show with your friends. Go to TimCast.com. Become a member. At around 11 or so, we will have a members-only podcast up, from, uh, which is the extension of tonight's show. That's where we talk about the things that YouTube tells us we can't really talk about. So, like, whatever Ian's costume might end up being, we'll say the actual name of it because we can't say it for the most part on YouTube. <laughs> you can follow this show on Instagram and Facebook at TimCastIRL. We're also on TikTok at TimCast underscore IRL. We're just trying to leverage these networks to get people to go to the website because ultimately we want to have our own independent media platform that is that doesn't need any of these social networks. For the time being, though, we don't want to cede that ground in the culture war by just abandoning them. So it's a double-edged sword, I guess. It's 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 hard to know how to deal with this stuff because these the censorship is really really awful. You can follow me personally at Timcast, and again, make sure you subscribe and hit that like button. Olivia, did you want to mention your social media or? Oh anything? yeah, subscribe to my YouTube, Olivia Rondo R O N D E A U on Twitter at Rondo Olivia on Instagram at Rondo Olivia. You can also follow me at iancrossland.net and at Ian Crossland <clears throat> on social media. Thanks for coming. You guys may follow me at Sour Patch Lids as I attempt to gain more followers <laughs> on Twitter than Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> we will see all of you over at TimCast.com for that members-only podcast. Thanks for hanging out. Bye, guys. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.